0: Hello everybody and welcome to Dicing with Death. It has Hello. been a hot minute.
1: How are you doing, Ryan? Doing well. Doing well. I got my own uh, t-shirt on. Nice. And, very uh, nice. I'm ready to roll some dice. Excellent. It's been uh it's been a bit. Um I am a- queuing up my own wiki to read in my own shirt. <laughs> 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 right about now, but it's been so long that uh i don't think we have a recap
0: new yeah i have sort of ghosted all people since the move uh, including layla and chris the re- the wonderful recap people he just so. he burned down his old
1: life and he uh moved, moved house out. and he's starting a new one so uh, it's
0: just been so chaotic Sorry you all know?
1: of those contacts yeah yeah
0: anywho uh where we last left off devon had taken his assistance Somewhere and done something for people who are watching um, this as just part of a series on YouTube. Um, I'm sorry, we don't remember what's going on.
1: Um, I mean the main to kill troll Sto- hunt
0: troll yeah. corpse, chronos's cave, back in the crot, spell research, autumn news magic jar oh you magic oh the
1: magic jar yeah there's a really good animation that you might want to pull up if you can find it it's been so long that I I can't even remember where the memes are yeah many Uh, viewers attempted to diagram the uh nested magic jars
0: I have the thing uh, there were some particularly good uh Mm-hmm.
1: Good arts, good diagrams mm-hmm. um, yeah, the main story last session was the elemental summoning and capturing hmm using conjure elemental and the nested jars nested magic jars Devon and his cabal of uh of wizards of magi mm-hmm. I've managed to trap i think a water elemental air a, elemental an air elemental we summoned a water elemental to catch the, to yeah to kill the troll and take its mm-hmm. heart mm-hmm. and then trapped an air elemental in a, a chunk of smoky quartz mm-hmm. i should pop out my character sheet um. So that was the last episode, right? And that's I think yes. where we left off. Yes. Hera's vengeance. Oh, Devon might have like a have an heir on the way, and an irritated wife. Is she irritated? I don't remember that detail. I don't know. I saw Hera's vengeance written somewhere in the wiki. I don't remember what that refers to, but it sounds ominous. Oh, oh yeah, it could be
2: terrible. news.
1: New brick roads. There, I didn't even. This didn't happen on screen. Hmm. Are the editors of the wiki adding in uh, extra long <laughs> comment? I do not remember any road description, but I didn't always listen to what uh, the DM says.
0: Ain't that the truth? Uh, I don't see the word road anywhere in the wiki. Facing with death episode 212. Is no, that, no, that no,
1: 213. Last... Yo. There was a 213, It's a two thirteen title, I assumed one. that was today.
0: No, 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 we just didn't title the last one. Mm.
1: Here we go. Did we title this one? Or are we uh, I have not yet. It's just 214. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did mention Akitos
0: building better roads along the creek embankments many, many sessions ago. That, that was a real thing. That was, that was
1: definitely real. Oh, yeah. They're not inserting magic. their lore yet a zero's magic jar spell is on the wiki right there mm-hmm. under magic jar nested magic jars
3: mm-hmm. um and then
1: i think so we're i think we're back in necrot right yes i don't know if there are any major plot points to miss i think devon's a wizard so he uh, ignores his pregnant wife to uh to do uh do spell research mm-hmm. i've got a couple of dimensional spells to finally write down and then we're gonna use those to i don't know tunnel into the uh into the feywild mm-hmm. maybe discover the fifth element mm. we all Go know what and, that is in search of a philosopher's stone or a world staff or wait do we know what the fifth element is is it it's love? love okay well we're gonna we're gonna let i think we're gonna well, we got we got the dimensional research to do mm-hmm. in the in the meantime, but we're gonna f- conjure ourselves a wood elemental or something like that. Yeah, the using, uh, using first... Fey magic, sure, and get the philosopher's stone.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first morning back in town, you <sighs> you can't are... research anything in one day. <laughs> no, something has come up. All You're right. getting ready to do your research when. <clears throat> you are awoken by one of your assistants knocking on your door and telling you that, uh, ooh, I forgot her name already. The assistant to Atropos is here. Wishing she, to speak didn't with you. did she get
1: you. eaten? <laughs> oh, Akitos, No, no, uh, no. I... Atropos, the, the witch. Atropos. Yes. Okay, the witch. I didn't, didn't atropos eat her assistant last i week? think so yes
0: this must be a new assistant right, who's then? the messenger uh, the messenger well the person that's knocking on your door is cassandra one of your just apprentices who's like you know running okay. interference for you so i'm in like um, i'm in my
1: uh my tower mm-hmm. in the morning tower my tower house not my house house right so i assume there's like the uh the el- like the elder has whatever houses mm-hmm that the that all the family lives at right but i've probably got a little attic or a floor above this the the spire Mm
0: -hmm. you've got your own
1: like house somewhere and then you have a futon in or whatever yeah yeah (laughs) a mini fridge or something
0: yeah and it's like a nice day you wake up Like, you know, the sun is shining. You can hear birds chirping outside and people going about laboring. You seem to have slept in a little bit more than you maybe intended to. Your apprentice, Cassandra, shows up at your door with, like, a knock and comes on in with a cup of coffee and hands it to you or, you know, puts it on your bedside table and says, "Uh, there's there's a young woman here to meet you. She says she is Atropos' new assistant.
1: And brings New, you a message. As the assistant, assistant is dead. I thought.
0: <laughs> Shall I send this woman or away? Or he's right
1: here. No, uh, Devon, I will head downstairs to the, uh, to the ground floor.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. You can head on Past, downstairs. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think down, what is this, like a Magically fabricated rock staircase. Mm-hmm. Past the walls of semi precious uh minerals and uh veins of ore. Mm-hmm. Past I think a library, and then the ground floor was I think is just kind of like a like a landing kind of thing. I think of like a a la Greek uh what do you call it? like you walk into like a Greek temple and they've got what are they put the pillars? It's not a it's not a porch, <laughs> right, old Greek it's, porches, um, but like a an outdoor yeah. column enclosed. I it's can't got remember a the name that, for the architecture, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's like the on the first mm-hmm. floor and that's like. Yeah, a big marble chamber or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And there is a young witch. A young, bright
0: eyed, bushy tailed woman. Um, she's got like curly hair, curly dark hair that comes down to maybe her shoulders. She's got to be like 17 or 18, maybe 19 or 20 years old, but like she's in that early part of life, just how Atropos likes them.
1: Uncomfortably, yeah. Just, um, just she's here before getting her soul. Eaten out through her liver, hmm, or whatever. Mm hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Interesting. I'm just popping out Devon's character sheet. Level level nine version. Let's see what gear I've got just to remind myself. Oh, bioluminescent sea critters. I'm, I'm glad it popped up to my pouches page. Staffs. Blah. i don't think i have any like innate detection or anything but i do have the serona which lets me like read minds and i don't know imagine lore conjure mm-hmm. lore <laughs> um but i don't think i'll read this witch's mind um I don't believe we've met. I don't believe I have your name. But
0: I've... Lord Devon, I am Brecius. servant Bricious. of Atropos, uh, your successor, I believe.
1: Servant, eh? Um, I believe you have a message.
0: Our great and timeless prophet wishes to speak with you. I am here to relay her desires.
1: Prophet being Atropos? Yes, sir. She's here,
0: in crypt. No, sir. She wishes you to visit her in her grotto when you have a moment. Uh, preferably not
1: before too long, though. Is. Oh well, Von says knowing that it is most no, certainly not. <laughs> but this isn't the woman that uh, that got eaten last week, right? This is not the one that got eaten. All right, no. <laughs> definitely a different woman. Slightly less spooky. That would have been. That was my uh, nightmare mm-hmm. upon waking. But all in the clear. Um, that's like a ha- That's like a morning walk, right?
3: Yeah, it's about so, five miles
1: away. Yeah. So taking his coffee. Mm-hmm. Um. He's already thrown on his uh, whatever these are—these like fine brown, this brownish, blackish toga thing. Mm-hmm. And or uh, maybe yeah. And walks out the door. I suppose, right? Yeah, morning yeah. walk with uh with the coffee, the fresh coffee sounds great. It'll be uh, a couple of hours and, there, a couple hours back. Can and do. does the apprentice accompany Devon, or does she have business in town?
0: No, no. Her only business in town is to fetch you, hmm. um, and she will we, walk uh, with you all the way back.
1: Yeah, hike through the hills. I'm seeing. Sixty-nine mana, but I can't tell if that's actually how much mana I have, or if I was if past Ryan was memeing present Ryan. Mm.
0: Um, it seems likely that it's the accurate number,
1: right? Right.
0: Well, hold on. I mean, how many Magic Jar spells did you cast? Like, they can't cast cost six mana. Yeah, just, if this is
1: the next day. What were
0: our last rolls? Were they mana regaining oh, rolls?
1: I think that, so. It's probably sixty-nine minus two. Fourth level spells for that. Probably. Day. Right. Yeah. Or oh, sorry, fifth level. A conjure elemental and a magic jar. That's 25 In- each. 25 each. So yeah. 50 less. So I'd have a 19. Plus I don't four. think I recover any because soul swapping sounds strenuous to yeah. me. Yeah. But then you did. But it it's, was kind of. It's, it was wizard. There were a couple stuff. of days that you back as well, right? Because the soul swapping yeah. was days ago. Yeah. So a couple D13s later, probably. Yeah, throw
0: down a couple D13s. We won't look at it too closely.
1: I think we've been making a point of maintaining the boardwalks through the marshes. So add 16, five, um, and then as we walk out to town, oh yeah, I'll cast that magic recall. Level two spells cost seven or nine. I need to pull up that table. I think it's seven um blah 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 and i recall my staff thwack this is maybe as we're hiking out into the hills
3: Mm
1: -hmm. it gets a little more uh oh i usually move the token not the not the portrait oh i can flip the two all right i believe i can do i cast the spell and like conjure it and send it away at will or do i just have to leave it wherever it is so like do i just like leave this uh what? It's this the staff, like leaning up against Atropos's front door, and then like, and it just stays there for like the next week until I decide to mark of recall it later. Yeah. or can it be sent back once it's summoned? No, no, no. It brings it to you. It does not yeah. return it anywhere. Sweet. Okay. That's fun. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a simple like oaken staff or whatever with this rune carved into it. Mm-hmm. We'll leave the. uh elemental pike or whatever at the tower for now yeah and uh visit atropos yeah so hiking through the hills and uh setting his uh coffee cup down he vaults up the uh up the clip face to Atropos's cave
0: great before we actually get into the cave was there anything that you wanted to talk to the assistant the new person along the way because um, um, just it was last week that the last one got eaten, and already there's a new <laughs> young woman here in you know, this case.
1: This is Atropos is a force of nature. This is the way of the world. Okay, I don't know. I mean, there's there's chit chat. If she, but I don't know that
0: she does not instigate any chit or chat.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I you mean, can. Yeah. 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 I don't know something that I want to specifically call out set your
0: coffee cup down scramble up the cliff uh, hop into the cave where Atropos is rocking back and forth very gently um, with her eyes closed in somewhat of a, a trance <clears throat> but seems to be aware Thon of your presence
2: knows, yeah on
1: knows this place and this well and he thinks he knows this uh, old witch well
3: but, uh,
1: mm-hmm. hmm. mm, the world has its mysteries. Yeah. Devon divine. patiently waits for her to speak and she's. You summoned me? I have. I have seen the stars. They have aligned
0: before me. There is an opportunity coming for us. For you. For me.
1: For us? Yes. What sort of opportunity? There shall
0: soon be a great quake that shall split the lands and give access to those willing, those capable, a glimpse at a fragment of the staff that supports the world.
1: Vaughn narrows his eyes, wondering how this crone knew what he had his, uh, his mind on, but uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: she still has her tricks. Yvonne mm-hmm. nods eagerly. A splitting of the worlds. The earth shall shake crevice
0: within what you seek you can find with my guidance and only with my guidance but I require an offering powerful offering from you
1: I don't know that Devon takes the bait, but how does he uh, turn down his former master? Mentor? Because he thinks he can do it on his own. I, what was flashing through his mind was visions of Devon accidentally splitting the earth, either by uh, conjuring raw elemental earth and Yeah, <laughs> or by uh, trying to burrow from one dimension to the next—a lot of dangerous endeavors. Mm-hmm. But uh, she sits there. He, he thinks he can—he can see what he needs to see between worlds, or maybe he fears that he's the one that's gonna cause the quake. Did your did the stars tell you who would cause? uh, I've given you a taste
0: of the prophecy. I cannot reveal any more to you until.
1: Uh, When was the last time Devon attempted to uh, use his Serona magic crown on the switch was it at level 9 or was it at level 6 when i tried to read her mind and just glimpsed the void i think it's or been a very long time or even just using the pound of my even just using the power of my legend lore we always i always feel like I'm cheating using it, but it's just a once a day thing, right? And it doesn't take a huge like. It's not like the usual legend lore spell requires sacrifices mm-hmm. and ritual. Mm-hmm. This is just like I pick a piece of lore and know it. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to know future lore? That's pro- probably not. Huh? I can't. Probably like, not. I can't use the legend lore to figure out. No, it only who's gives gonna, you glimpses of the
0: past.
1: Ah, uh, to know the future, I have to pay a. Tribute to Atropos. Yes, um, that well, is her game. I will. Uh, I will thank you. Um, what does he even call her, madam? I think just by her name, Atropos. And I will promise to consider your prophecy proposal carefully
0: are you alright cannot all right? consider it shifts without to like the, uh, knowing the caring,
1: I think the, uh,
0: no. you, you cannot like, consider my offer without knowing what it is I do not require uh, any sacrifice but a very specific one you said the, there was a
1: you said there was a price Yes,
0: there's always a price for knowledge you my greatest subordinate my greatest servant my greatest creation since you have left me things have not been the same I require your heir When the child is born, bring them to me.
1: Air, I thought she said Air, A-I-R, as in the Air Elemental that I just, that I just trapped in my Pokeball yesterday, yesterday, three days ago. Mm -hmm.
0: No, she wants the the E I R, Air. I need a new servant to train in my ways, one of Devon's line, one who I know is up to the task. I will teach you, you great I, things.
1: Atropos, I am not your servant, nor creation. If I ever was, shakes his head. But not now. What you ask is beyond reproach.
0: I see the future, Devon. Without my aid, you shall I... never find the Philosopher's Stone. It shall always elude you one step beyond your reach. And I see many children I... at your feet. You can always replace this one with another and another. And Devon doesn't let
1: her finish. She interrupts and shouts like I… I... I don't care if you see the future, I make the future, and probably storms out. If he had a teleport spell, he might use it and just snap mm-hmm. out of there. Uh, he still needs to research that.
0: hmm <laughs> <laughs> She sits there rocking as you storm out, just the distant trailing sound of her voice calling out, Without me, you'll never find it, Devon. Yeah. And,
1: you'll
0: uh, uh, never time will- find it.
1: Yeah, all right. I like I like that. Devon storms back to uh, back to Necrot. The young woman who identified
0: herself as Briseus gives you a polite I, bow and curtsy as you.
1: He just like storms right past her. She's like she was in the awkward position of like sitting at the uh, at the doorway. What do you call it? At yeah,
0: the, like down at the a little f- bit, like listening. At the portal, but like not yeah, overhearing this
1: shouting match between yeah between former teacher and pupil. No, Nivon mm. gets back to Necrot and endeavors to, if not take advantage of this breaking this quaking of his own accord,
2: be the one to uh, yeah, mm.
1: to do the uh, to do the breaking and the quaking and the tunneling. Mm-hmm. So spell research if we can do it or is there an immediate earthquake and nope. rocks fall
0: nope there's no die. such no such things you get back to your house um a little bit later you know mm-hmm. maybe halfway through the day or so your assistants and servants gather around to see what this meeting was about they, they look eager as if there's going to be some great revelation or some great you know oh the, the yeah, witch Atropos is term. called Devon. I hear she used to be his mentor long ago. Yes, yes, I'm from Nekrot, and he used to be her servant. It was weird, but now he's so much more powerful. I hear he got his Serona because she told him where to look for. You know, the sorts of rumors that pass back and forth between subordinates who know Devon, none their history. Storms.
1: Yeah, storms pass. And they, have, they haven't even read the scroll on the shelf next to them that details Devon uh, receiving the Serona from the mermaids. Off of sinus or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Is that it? No, was this was seltzers, 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 grotto. I think it was seltzers, grotto. Anyways, maybe Devon needs to brush up on his own history. No, that's an apprentice job. He's stormed out of there. He's gone <laughs> upstairs, and he'll get to. It. Yeah, that's none of the none of the apprentices business. What uh, went on between Devon and Atropos? Okay. And I think. Well, I guess the spell that I really want to use is the, uh, let's see, we talked about this many episodes ago. Not really written much down. But the uh, dimensional not a ripple, a tear, dimensional tear spell, which I think will be like a fourth level spell that just like slices a a hole, a tear
3: Mm -hmm. in
1: the in the fabric of the plane or whatever and lets you i don't know get one level removed right so like you can cut a hole between the prime material plane if you're calling it that and the ethereal plane or the shadow plane or Mm -hmm. maybe one of the elemental planes Are those adjacent maybe those are two steps down so with subsequent casting you could like you could do like three dimensional tears in a row and burrow your way to the astral plane and it's probably short-lived maybe maybe a random amount of time on the order of rounds to turns maybe Mm -hmm. with a chance of like catastrophic weirdness and like accidentally creating a permanent thinness between dimensions how's all that sound that sounds great I love so it. it. Sound like a, and then this would be like this is this is probably the culmination. I mean, I guess you could have like safer or more powerful, long-lasting versions, but this would be like the, the culmination of a suite of maybe just one other, like a like a ripple spell where you like tap tap the uh, boundary of of your of the dimension of the plane mm-hmm. and like have a chance to like open up a portal if it already exists. Take advantage of a thinness. And that'd be like mm-hmm. maybe a third level spell, and then the lower level ones were like dimensional cords and breadcrumbs that you could leave to like track yourself and objects as you travel between planes. So maybe let's get some of this in the. Uh, well, we gotta we gotta succeed in the research before we uh, add it to the uh, spell repository, the library of necrot. Are you taking notes?
0: I am. I am so taking studious. notes on the arrangement of the
1: planes to further this spell. Oh. Sounds like part of the research. I don't know if there's a book on that in the library or many days spent divining with the Sirona. What does the word Sirona mean? Is it even a word or is it just like a yeah. made up? No, I think it means like a, a
0: crown of some sort or like... That's corona, not quite a crown. Well, corona, corona's also a crown. Or is it just a mispronounced corona? Yeah. Corona's like
1: Spanish Latin. But
0: yeah, so Sorona might be like a Greek or Latin variant from which corona derives. It's possible.
1: Okay.
0: Um Yeah, cuz we cuz in <sighs> We would say Cerberus, the guard that the dog that guards the the river or whatever, but in Latin uh-huh. it would have been Kerberus. So I could see mm. Serona being one variation and corona being another, like that C gets shifted to being soft or hard in different languages. Yeah. They probably have similar etymologies.
1: And I think I want one of my apprentices to research the lower level versions so we can just stack weeks. Not versions, but lower level spells. And probably, so the lower level stuff would be the like breadcrumbs that's it'll like last for some number of turns or whatever. And you can leave little markers. What would you like? Magic breadcrumbs or whatever that you could trace back Mm-hmm. in maybe in like a, in a magical sense, right? So you could use them to like trace your way through and unpredict- like through the, I don't know. Elemental plane of earth, or something, for example. I guess that's not that alien, but or like through the ethereal plane, mm-hmm. or even probably through like the even through any plane, right? Even if you're in like the astral plane and some nonsensical and dimensional um, space, or even like non-Euclidean, some crazy space mm-hmm. that folds in on itself or something, you can you can track this back yeah and then maybe a slightly better version would be like a a chord that like leaves a constant string or maybe a semi-permanent or lasts days or something that's like a first and a second level
0: one of the things I've always wondered about traveling through planes is there is always talk of these, like, silver cords that follow you, but is in, it is it so much like you go from one place to another, like, the plane has a, a spatial dimension, and you go, you know, you must travel 100,000 miles to the astral plane, and then you've got to find your way back, and so you need the cord because you actually need to get to, like, a specific set of coordinates in the plane where these areas through them are or yeah what, what is the I mean, travel it's very, through planes like
1: it, it's very lore dependent right or like uni, i don't know universe dependent mm-hmm. i i understood the astral chord i think it's mentioned in the astral spell in, in mm-hmm. D&D. Yeah, it and d. yeah talks about in detail and in like various op- optional supplementary texts right yeah i always understood it as like a a, a way to yeah it's like the connection between your physical body and your astral body or whatever Mm -hmm. so like when you cast the astral spell right and like leave although it takes your whole right i think right it's the cord that separates your like so like if you leave your body to go astral or do you take your body with you when you there's probably two So I think the astral cord is like linking your physical and your spiritual force.
0: And it also helps you find your way back, which implies that. I think there so. Are specific, and it's like, not really exploitable. Like you point. can't
1: you can't really attack it. There's some very specific magic that interacts with it.
3: hmm
1: Right? Conceivably, if like the, your cord was cut, you would die. Or like mm-hmm. your spirit would be separated from your body irreparably, short of mm-hmm. like a wish or something. But yeah i don't you can't like target it with much but it shows up when you get to the astral plane by certain means like maybe you could go there in duality by some other way but anyway so this was kind of a reference to that but not i didn't really mean to interact with it right like making your own lower level temporary version i don't know if there's some cosmological astral chord in this universe, but maybe we'll find out in the course of this research. So where shall we start? And which apprentice is going to do this? So Devon will go to one of his apprentices and offer him to on this, uh, this adventure, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, to the fade wild. Is that what we'd call it? Is that what the, uh, there was that scholar that was through recently is visiting from the elf lands like an expert on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. elfwood yeah i would you call it and there's probably some documents there, somewhere yeah there the is
0: library. a,
1: a fey wild of course um and you want to do research to there Well, oh, that's the general quest we're gonna we're probably gonna if we can find like a i don't know what they would call them like what, what are the the fey portals i don't know like Right, like in t- certain certain magic trees, and like mm-hmm.
0: they do have at sunset, to... be,
1: you know, be un- underneath the shrub or whatever. Hmm. Hmm. Thinnesses there. between, yeah. So there might be one that we can find closer to home, and just go straight to the f- paywall from here. But it might involve having to walk over land of the elfwood. Hmm. Um, but we got to get there because they know about this, or rumor has it they have a philosopher's stone. Maybe they know how to make one, or so That's you want quest. to and I think it's probably, a... and it's probably I'm trying to, I'm looking at their stats and like their character sheets. I don't even, so Cassandra is probably the better, the, she's the higher level one. The older one Asoya is new and more of a. She's elemental. Got a lot of... So she's the, she's studying the way of the five elemental fists or whatever yeah and she's got a lot of and, spunk uh, but she's also got a little bit not of a lip gonna be the on one her. that i'm going to like take to research the uh, the Feywild. it might yeah. be moth the unassuming Ooh. one what are her spells right because i don't want to like get cassandra killed moff's new and she doesn't really have a use she's a wizard slash sage question mark okay so maybe she comes along to like document this uh this expedition mm-hmm. and i don't know sharing okay. my books for me or something Yep, she writes the book, so Devon doesn't necessarily have to.
0: I mean, cool. wish so she's coming along she's in order to carry her master so Moth stuff.
1: Is, Moth is probably oh, she's level two. That'll improve the spell research, I think. So she's going to research some sort of dimensional breadcrumb spell that she can use to track us or whatever, so that Devon mm-hmm. doesn't have to waste his MP doing such things. Great. Um, so that will probably take her like a week. Maybe she'll do it over the same. Is it better to it's almost better to roll every single week? For it what? just risks the catastrophic failure during spell mm. research.
0: Yeah, I mean unless you really, really. But want I think the she doesn't spell. want to screw this
1: up. She's only level two. We're not gonna like level her to level three or something, are we? So um. she can't Cassandra could do like the the astral cord, dimensional cord or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is everyone, unless yeah. Unless soy and Cassandra feel spurned or they're, yeah, why Moth got chosen. But they're usually the favorite students. Right. And it's probably uh, good for them to feel a little bit of competition. Um, is, yeah, is Devon's research, this uh, dimensional tear spell, is that, does that at fourth level seem like the appropriate power for such a thing? So before I go and reinvent your whole uh, interplanar travel, Right. What is tele? Is teleport fifth level? Teleport's fifth level. Um, okay. Plane so maybe shift this is-, is fifth level as well. So maybe this should be a fifth level. Well, but it's a little more reckless and situational than those, right? So like, my vision is to like to get to the Feywild, I'm gonna have to go find a, I don't know, particular tree at sunset, or like some circle of stones on the full moon, or. Right to like mm-hmm. to like get a get a closeness to the to another to that be the target plane, maybe. Right. right. So or, yeah, right. Like you can't just like tear a hole to the Feywild in your living room, even if you're a leprechaun. Right. You've got to go run behind the potted plant or something like that. Mm-hmm so
0: so plane shift allows you to access other planes with some conditions
1: but fairly reliably without any theory. special teleport doesn't allow any the seventh level teleport without error lets you go anywhere it actually lets you go to another plane with the chance of error from the fifth level teleport right right but that's like any you could teleport i think you could just like teleport to the astral plane if you've been there before or if you haven't been there before it's super dangerous but right
0: so we're yeah. talking about making a lower level plane uh, spell that allows player travel. I think so. Travel. Yeah, I think it's
1: akin to it's akin to like an ethereal spell, but right. it it gives you more options than just ethereal. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and
0: the conditions of this are going. Or... It's third for three, fourth for, for, for wizards, priest. but yeah. because of the way the ethereal plane works, I'm actually think... going to shift it to a fourth or fifth level spell anyway, because my ethereal plane is a lot more useful than the default ethereal plane.
1: Yeah, um, or we could like nerf the Ethereum a spell so that it like makes you ethereal. It doesn't necessarily take you to another plane. Like, mm. right, like, mm. right. What, what sphere is it from? Like, it's not like. It's an alteration, actually. Sphere. Yeah, so it, like makes you phased, like, phases the recipient. It doesn't send you to the ethereal plane right for the or, shadow yeah. plane maybe that's the just yeah
0: yeah or just make it not have anyone come right. with you because the strength of it right now is you just like, well, we could like ethereal phase. yourself and seven people then walk into a castle and then un- like and in s- murder in-
1: instead know? of uh instead of going ethereal you just you've got some other status effect for your phase that gives you all the benefits of being ethereal without any of the cosmological implications hmm. If that well, makes sense. So like you can go through objects. You can't. You're in. You're invisible. You Like you can't be seen. Yeah. Because you're ethereal. Right. And yeah. More of hey, like a. Goes.
0: Anyway, th- that'll be for another project. That's a nerf another for time. another campaign.
1: It's yeah, yeah. not going ethereal. He's...
0: Um. But for you, a fourth level spell that allows planar travel under strict conditions. So it's not easy. It's like and it also you know, it'll you could... scale
1: with level in that right. Fourth level spells are usually level seven. A level seven wizard. Yes. So with MP, it kind of breaks. But if you're just an ordinary level seventh level seven wizard, unless you're a dimensionalist, you can only cast it once per day. So it's, you're limited to one plane away, or you'd have to spend a night in the in the or, sorry in the in like the Feywild or in the Shadow Plane or something, right. and cast um, it again. If, if you are make ninth sh- level <laughs> and you have two right or eighth level and you have two, then you can get two planes away. Ninth level, right. I also want to make sure
0: that the the conditions are a little bit tough. So when you're, yeah, I think it's leaving the prime material plane, it's not like you can do it on any given day. You're going to have to find like a specific.
1: I think it depends where you're going, or... right? You just like cast the spell, like to get to. What are we calling the the? Is it we're calling it the shadow plane? Well, like to get to is that there, the, that is one place. The shadow of the prime material plane. Yeah. That's like one. You could do that anytime, right? You cast this fourth level spell, and you slice into the shadow plane, and you jump through, and then some d10 rounds or like d100 rounds or whatever the rift closes behind you and if you roll a 99 or 100 you create an instability that mm-hmm. leaves that area sensitive to mm-hmm. dimensional dimension i would like to put future. some
0: parameters on that like if you're going to wing to the yeah. shadow plane you should probably have to do it at like twilight
1: or, or, or dawn you know or maybe into a shadow yeah, but I would the like there to be and... some sort of
0: condition so it's not just like, hoity-doity, yeah, I mean, the... I'm in the middle of this thing, now we're on, like...
1: Yeah, I call that the Dusk and Dawn. I mean, is this spell only you split Dusk and Dawn? I call that out because it's got, uh, I don't know, correlations with, mm-hmm. like, what they, whatever they call the elf, the, the elf, the, world, the, the other side, whatever, the yeah. Feywild, yeah. Like, it... Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it needs to find sensitive regions, so it's or not other... just... Yeah, or other transition times. Like right, right. you moon. To, a transition point is a good uh, way of putting it. Yeah. You got to find an appropriate transition point. Before right. Basically, you, can move you need to narrative.
1: You need to narratively convince your uh, your DM that you're tunneling between planets, Right. Mm-hmm. Can't just yeah. do it in the middle of battle, pocket dimension. But if you're like specifically like, okay, I want to get to yeah yeah fish. i can dig that I, I like i like it being kind of vague i like like you you asked someone asked devon to, to like like i don't know hobgoblins stole my child and kidnapped them to right back to the back to the other side you've like you're like okay i'll open up a portal to the to the Feywild wild or fey wool or the whatever the third tier of the the wildwood i'm gonna open a portal to the wildwood but we've got to walk out into this copse of trees at at sunset right come At sunset and, as yeah. the full
0: moon is rising yeah. and you yeah, know yeah. be anointed with holly
1: leaves come and back and yeah come back and yeah come musk. back in 12 hours yeah <laughs> and a, and a sandwich for the for your, <laughs> right. For your wizard <laughs> right and a f- loaf of freshly baked bread or some
0: something bread. like that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay so as long as it's plane shifting with conditions applying i'm yeah. on board because i want to make sure depend, that
1: like the uh like or to get to like is it are the elemental plane. they're adjacent to the material plane they're right? adjacent you have yeah. to like you'd be like okay we can go to the elemental plane of fire but i need to light this three foot brass brazier exactly <laughs> you put the brazier in the and brazier and then you set it on fire sulfur yeah. or something and jump in Perfect. um cool not to get totally uh not to go off on a tangent for too long. But I had also thought, had some, some more thoughts on Devon's magic items. Namely, the uh, the mantle. I think the divine mantle. I'm sure I've read many item suggestions from viewers in Discord mm-hmm. and Reddit and stuff. But uh, you can, like, attune yourself to a particular elemental plane and be able to, like... Survive there? Maybe you can mm-hmm. do a druid. I don't know if you need to get there, but like, okay, maybe I don't know if you can do it once per day. Like, I'm tuned to earth, to, to elemental plane of earth. or the elemental plane of fire today, I can survive on the elemental plane of fire with the aid of this divine hmm. mantle, this powerful magic item. Okay, and it will basically allow survival maybe on other benefits flame. Like maybe you could use it to like kind of put on your mantle of flame and do damage around you, or I don't know.
0: It may, know, your retains water the visage of what i don't know. Maybe you've
1: to... and you've last on. And or so some, if you go to the yeah, fire plate, it effects, can... But, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, there was some, like, memes about, I don't know, like the staff with the different elemental stones in it. I don't, yeah, I don't know what to do with the... Uh... It's funny, you go through all this effort capturing a elemental soul, elemental spirit... You don't exactly know what you're going to do with it yet. But eventually, we, we got to catch them all, right? All of them. All of them. So uh, do we want to write down more details of the spell before? Should I like start working on it as a spell in my character sheet? And send it to you for proofreading or Yeah, that's a nice way. <laughs> or you t- or do we wanna go writing... straight to whatever format goes? Let's on, do
0: it the uh... same way Congress does it, but more effectively. You write up your bill, I write up uh-huh. my bill, then we negotiate them together. So you can work on your stuff, I'll jot down some notes Oops, and then we'll we'll take your your rough draft and then like shove my notes into yeah. it and negotiate some sort of middle ground and in the meantime taxpayers are going to pay for it all so what? twitch chat those oh, are the yeah. taxpayers
1: yeah. got him. got it congressional jokes love it hmm i'm not sure which school actually like it it's dimensional but is it after not or alteration maybe or evocation Maybe an evocation. I think this is actually
0: evocation because you are yeah. like ripping a hole in the fabric of reality. You're not yeah. altering something to like be a nice, easy portal. You're just like, mm-hmm.
1: How? what do you think for casting time? Full round, a full turn, maybe one round kind of thing. Like it's got to be some ritual, but like you could be like quick. It's it's like you're we're, the orcs are coming down the beaches and you're you've, you've led your party to the to the water's edge you're like i can't guys wait we've got, hold them off it's almost sunset look at how low it is and, uh-huh. right, there's, it, but you, so you've got to be able to like get out in a pinch when you're like yes it's sunset one round or do you want to encompass like the ritual of running down and like call it a turn where like the whole i yeah. think a turn is
0: fair because yeah. then if you're doing the like we got to do it sunsets arriving then it's like hold them off for 10 minutes while i complete the spell yeah. and like rip but a I hole feel in like reality we,
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah because if this is going to be but you the can low like... level access to planes there should be many difficult conditions to apply so that way it's not just like you hit fourth level and planar travel is now um like a, a nothing problem to resolve you know, I would like what fifth about... or sixth level to be where you can do interplanar travel. Fifth or sixth level spells where interplanar travel becomes easy. So if it's being introduced at fourth, it should be hard.
1: Okay, one turn, save an a. Or is there a save? Does the dimension get a save to resist getting getting torn? Is that like a d? Right, what was I saying about rolling a die? Oh, the die was to randomize how long it stays open for. Oh. Hmm. An interesting question. How big should it be? Maybe a random length, a Uh, random dimension? Like D? It should be big enough for one person to walk through at a time, but then you just, you know, single file and all walk through together. What if you need to get, like, a catapult through? Do you have to uh, cast it twice, or uh, get a more powerful wizard just make a bigger hole... (laughs) Uh, I, AOE think, is... <laughs> I don't
0: know if this spell is the one that gets you a catapult into
1: the <laughs> spirit world. <laughs> you use you use your reduce and your pocket full yeah. stuff for that. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. AOE six feet. So it's not even not even like one foot per level or something like that. It's like just straight
0: up. No, I think it's just like a, a doorway, but not like a nice rectangular
1: doorway. I'm imagining okay. more of like a a vertical rift. Maybe eight feet, so we don't discriminate against any demi humans or something. Uh, the height of the caster that caster's allows you height? to
0: yeah caster's height that allows you to walk through and anyone smaller than you i don't know hmm. i, I like to you enlarge yourself stuff. and cast it yeah the larger self cast it to get a bigger one yeah that gives us flexibility but also you know some sort of boundaries
1: duration rounds turns
0: so you wanted it to,
1: to Even, stay like open D100. for a
0: little while right like you can open it and yeah. walk in and out it's not you don't just... want it to like
1: be permanent yeah like yeah yeah probably mm-hmm. right or can you use like something like the first level breadcrumb spell to get yourself back to where you tore through the first time and use a second tear spell to get out that also yeah. limits it's like immediate application or it makes it costly to go in and out
0: I do like having a variable open time. Like you uh, tear yeah. a rift, and you're not sure how long the rift
1: will stay. Yeah. So, and I think. So, I, what do you think about D100 rounds? And if you roll like a 99 or a 95, then there's some permanent consequence. Like you accidentally make it. Like normally, like the the boundaries of the planes will seal themselves up, right? They're not, like, just, mm-hmm. you're, right? The, I'd like the, the minimum The universe to is be, not just going to allow for there to be a big flapping hole between plane. planes. Uh, yeah, or it takes a lot yeah. Yeah, anyways,
0: I think the minimum should be at least a couple of rounds. So maybe, like, D100 okay. plus 2 or something, or, you know, D100 plus 1. But I think there should be at least, a, like, a, a minute or okay. two period. D100
1: plus 2, I like that. Okay, I can and deal with that. then it subtract. How about we subtract the two off the end? And if you get a ninety-nine or a one hundred, on the duration, right? A permanent. What would you call it? Like, I don't know. Consequence. What's What's the word? Um, a thinning of the <laughs> medium,
0: or uh, a <laughs> that's That's a shitty way of phrasing that. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a weakening, a permanent, in... a permanent
1: tear, a permanent yeah, weakening. Of the planar boundary persists, or a yeah. persistent weaken. A there is a persistent. A, there is probably a weak way to start a clause, but there is a persistent. weakening of the interplanar boundary. And so typically a tear will 3 to
3: 100
1: minutes. I'm um, music. Yeah,
0: it's kind of goofy. I kind of dig this song, though. Because it's like... Just enough of a thing to get you working. It's called Tinker's Workshop and it kind of has that like getting stuff done vibe, but you know, it's not too intense, it's not too light, doesn't elicit any emotion in particular other than like mild productivity and gen lightly interesting. Sometimes you need something kind of neutral but um, upbeat. That's what this song's for.
1: ...or transport. We can also
0: switch to something a little bit more wondrous. A little bit more like wizard delving between the portals and planes.
1: Probably just right in front of you. Touch. Touch. I think that's good. Image. A. Or none. Um, Did I do it right?
0: about casting time i know we said a turn and this is going to be like a maybe a distinction without a difference but i think the turn is preparing the area and then the actual casting of the spell is only like a casting time one or something So like if you were to have an area that was pre-prepared for you then you could cast it just casting time one but if you're showing up to a place it would take about a turn to to set up
1: okay Um, so maybe i'll casting time is one and then in the description i'll be like um yeah or special this or whatever i don't
0: however you want to note it is fine
1: Let's see preparation of the portal of the target area
3: mm-hmm
1: requires one turn can be cast or has a cast in time of one
0: can you close it yourself? Like let's say you're being chased by hobgoblins your allies hold them off for ten minutes you create this like portal and you guys walk through it can you close it from the other side without casting it again or is it now open no and the i feel like you probably need something
1: else like maybe you okay. can cast a hold portal or whatever on your after you get through to like sh- shut the door or if there's mm-hmm. something or a knock maybe could like shut it or like uh i don't know i would kind of want it to be yeah maybe yeah i don't know okay a dispel magic could probably close dispel it magic probably yeah okay um so
0: these portals are dispellable with the dispel magic then I like that. Sure. Yeah. And any creature that wishes can move through it.
2: Yeah.
1: Any creature who wishes may travel through it. Or uh, maybe not even who wishes. You could, like, get dragged through it. Or uh, be a zombie and not have any wishes and uh, mm-hmm. still go through the portal. Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't grant you the ability to exist in that plane. It just gives you access to it.
1: Um, and I imagine Correct, it's a... right? So, like... If you like rig up a tear to the elemental plane of fire, it'd probably be akin to a wasted higher level spell to accomplish a minor gateway, right? Yeah. Might last a little longer, minutes as opposed to... That's actually an interesting use of the spell that Devon might wind up using, is right, like instead of creating these minor gateways, you could open up a tear into the elemental plane of earth and mine for a couple of, I don't know, a couple of Mm -hmm. minutes.
0: Do plus two minutes hopefully Mm -hmm. your your miners don't get trapped on the other side
1: right and i think it's it's something you don't the dm probably rolls in secret maybe yeah yeah so i like the like i don't know how long it'll it'll hold get through quick
0: Mm -hmm. and then it like holds for an hour and a half
1: well yeah (laughs) but i think it like probably looks unstable right
0: absolutely like it looks
1: like it yeah And maybe it gets more aggravated or unstable as the duration ticks down. Mm -hmm. A higher duration is like a cleaner cut, a cleaner tear. Mm -hmm. But if you Mm -hmm. roll low on the D100 and your DM's like, I don't know, the edges are kind of flappy. looks like it could snap shut at any moment.
0: The whole thing just like closes and opens itself repeatedly over and over again. It's, It's about to break.
1: Give me a dex check to jump through and i think i do, well i don't think i'm going to research like my dimensional wrinkles now i imagine you with like the 99 or 100 you create like a weakness that could be exploitable by lower level magic right mm-hmm. like if you accidentally make a permanent like weakness to the plane of fire there might be, right it might be a spot in the room that just never stops being warm right right, right. and like you could come here with a third level spell and like tap it back open again or something.
0: You create a rift to the, the spiritual plane and there's like a cold spot in your house and that's why your house is haunted because yeah, someone's opened so cold. many it's portals. It's not actually cold.
1: It's your soul getting slowly slowly. <laughs> yeah. or Like slowly blowing into the spirit plane. Mm-hmm. But everyone who comes over is like it's drafty here.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you spend too much of time in the house seller. you like age prematurely because your soul is being siphoned away bit by bit. I love it. All right, shall I roll to see if I can learn the spell? Um, well, show me what you got. Okay, here it is. It's Dimensional It's Vague tear. and there's gotta
1: yeah leaves a lot open to interpretation.
0: On a transport between Jason. Like Go ahead.
1: But I you probably can't read and listen at the same time. That's true. I can but you can talk to chat. Yeah, yeah. I like my two e, uh, vague and holy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of exploitable loopholes. figure mm-hmm. out later oh I, components i'm thinking just verbal somatic and ritual right i feel i don't, I don't think, think you, you need m- like a silver knife to cut yourself through i think it's just it's kind of situational dependent too i right? think the like,
0: material components are the setting in which you must cast it yeah. right so like if you're going to the feywild the material component would be the full moon has to be in the sky and you need to be near like yeah. a, a great red oak or whatever um so th- i think that is the the material components are the the one minute of prep and an appropriate area. Yeah, I'm sorry. One turn of prep. Okay, I think this oh, there's is even a list.
1: Okay, a list. So I'm gonna let. Li- okay, and the material components are. Let's see. Um, Alright, jotting down the um, material components. Sweet, sweet sound of a mechanical keyboard clacking away. That's that's why you tune into Twitch chat, right? Or to Twitch. Mm-hmm. And background music music. Background clacks. Invoking the spell, the wizard causes a tear in the interdimensional fabric, allowing for transport between adjacent planes. The target area requires one turn of ritualistic preparation, but the spell has a casting time of one in a prepared area. Material components include the set and setting of the area, which must be consistent with the targeted plane. Multiple tears cast subsequently can allow access to more distant planes, and the portal is approximately the caster's height and any creature or object may travel through it. Typically a tear will reseal and close in three to 100 minutes, but on a roll of 99 or 100 on the duration, there is a persistent weakening of the interplanar boundary. Shall we roll to research the spell? Yeah. Um...
0: I just don't want you to fail critically, because I want to play with this toy, so...
1: I mean, it's only a 2% chance, right? Yeah. And my base chance is, like, 25. All right. Let's do it. Let's risk breaking the new toy. 89. 90. Roll 20's teasing me. Um, do I roll on this spell next Or do I roll for uh, For the apprentice's work Okay so the <laughs> apprentice is working place. on On which things? On the breadcrumbs I think I, Unless the other ones are jealous and want to get involved With dimensional no, 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 research no. as well Bre-
0: Breadcrumbs think. are perfect um, Why don't okay. we roll some apprentice Breadcrumbs uh, But what exactly okay. are these breadcrumbs Before we roll we Write it? that
1: spell first
0: Yeah let's just write a bunch of spells I can I down to do that
1: um, all right, maybe one more spell and then we'll go to a break. Sure. Um, uh, I think it's first level dimensional bread crumbs. Verbal somatic material components. Crust of bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, ball of yarn, and some sort of silver or, string yeah, maybe. Crust of
1: bread or a uh, of yarn i'm sure you could probably get creative and be like
0: yeah i might yeah. Ad- adjust the components to be a little bit more rare and wondrous maybe it'll end up being like yep. a ball of silver yarn or like it's kind of some clipped. elven waybread bread or something
1: the idea of different wizards having different ways that they cast the same sort of spells right i love that idea yeah range is it's touch or the caster touch Range zero, I don't know. AOE, how many do you think? Or maybe one breadcrumb, one crumb per so, level. Well, what is the,
0: what is the actual effect of the breadcrumbs? It leads um, you back to where how you entered
1: the plane, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you think the duration would be on such a, like how long could you find your way back? Day per level. Hmm turns how long can a wizard wander into another plane before they can't find their way home or maybe it's the kind of thing where it's semi-permanent right and it slowly fades right Mm -hmm. like you get a number of rounds of leaving them but in the future with the detect magic you could come along and and find these breadcrumbs and then maybe to the original caster they're apparent for maybe always or maybe for some Right, so I think the duration is so. How, yeah, the duration is maybe a turn per level, and you can like leave them every turn. And
0: oh, so it's not just like a constant trail or, that follows but, behind you. You would set like markers in this plane that only you can see. Either or... or,
1: right? Either you're intentionally leaving them, or they're just droop, droop, drooping behind you. This is the ba- the critical balance point, right? It's figuring. out right. how. I'll start writing the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a trail of dimensional breadcrumbs at the caster and used to find to retrace their path.
3: Mhm.
1: And yeah, the spell functions. In any arbitrary lane, hmm, dimension. Right, I think th- this should be a low level spell that maybe. St- that it, it scales, right? Like something akin to like Enlarge Reduce where like at yeah. level one's not going to be able to go very far into the woods. Yeah, I definitely think it should but be also, scalable. But in the context of this campaign, I thought it sounded like having the apprentice following behind, leaving the breadcrumbs seemed like an appropriate task. Mm-hmm. So it can't be totally useless to a second level wizard. Right. But it also feels like it could be a good support spell where like... Yeah, low level wizard can still be providing I think critical if we do like
0: a day per roll. caster level yeah. is fine. Because then a if you're doing a short journey into a plane, you can bring your first or second level apprentice along to leave you some breadcrumbs, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to spend a lot of time
1: somewhere. Or and if it's, it's if it's the only thing she's doing, she could even like she memorizes every day and she can write and uses her spell to slowly mm-hmm. bloop bloop
0: bloop. Yeah, there could be a clause where, like, if cast again before the duration expires, the spell can be used to extend any breadcrumbs already deployed.
1: Oh, I don't even, maybe you don't even need to do that. Maybe you, like, but I think, like, if you come and you cast to detect magic, you can, like, find the trail, maybe, right? Like, there would be a residue of mm-hmm. breadcrumb.
0: Yeah, maybe with detect magic, like maybe you can, like,
1: triple its And it's probably um, a useful lot time str- it's probably a lot stronger if uh that's lost my train of thought But like i but so but another creature another creature could f- potentially find this oh the, the the residue is stronger like while it's cast or like shortly after it's cast mm-hmm. so like another someone else could track your breadcrumbs with the detect magic and if like the trail's fresh they can they're Bright. They can just if see it it's a yeah. faint maybe it's like yeah it's not.
0: okay so I like the idea of well here let me, let me pitch you an idea i don't know how this relates to what you've got already whatever yeah. the material components are um are thing are what you are enchanting to leave behind you so if you enchant like a loaf of bread you can literally just break off the bread and leave crumbs behind you or if you enchant a ball of yarn you just like you know leave the yarn however whatever it is yeah. that you bring you are enchanting to survive the the existence of this other plane and then it's up to you to decide how to leave the crumbs and that the spell just allows them to exist in this other world where they might like fade or fizzle or get destroyed by the environment you couldn't like toss out a ball of yarn into the plane of fire without it getting exploded but if you breadcrumb it and then you can unfurl it in the plane of fire and follow it for as long as you want you might want to bring like a mile of yarn or something Mm -hmm. or you know um a series of stones that you leave on the ground as you yeah. as you go um and then while it's visible while while the spell is active, the thing is still there and anyone who sees it can follow it. And once the spell expires, there'll be like a residue left for maybe double the duration of the spell. And then you can still find your way back with magic, uh, with detect magic, or someone who stumbles across with detect magic could follow it to wherever, you know, to either end. So it Mm -hmm. exists, easy to use, and then a little bit harder to use. Um, And then it's sort of up to you to plan your usage of it. Yeah, maybe like a physical amount isn't quite enough because then like you would if you want to go any I mean, distance you would need are kind of
1: like that where they're more mm-hmm. metaphorical or ritual than yeah literal
0: maybe it's something like you know the, right, the like volume like, like of a the spell, thing spell, is you turn 10 times like a higher of
1: sticky stuff into a huge web
0: right so maybe if you have like you know 100 right, feet and... of yarn that can work for like 100 miles in the plane or some sort of some sort yeah. of um, factor so it's you're this not a going to have interesting to carry
1: nuance that I'm feeling too lazy to type into this, uh, into this <laughs> first level spell description
0: that's alright put I as like much as all. you want in there and in I've between sessions I'll type <laughs> I'll
1: probably but, uh, rework I would the like to roll 100 and see if it's even worth making okay. um, I like so yeah so anyone who sees this but I, I like I like the idea of a wizard with just like a crust of bread mm-hmm. that does they keep the like once they cast the spell it's just like how is that bread still going what do Mm -hmm. you think about eating the dimensional breadcrumbs does this enable any survival in the plane at all no no i think
0: it the whatever it is loses its value as an ordinary
1: object so if you eat dimensional breadcrumbs i guess you could shit a trail um to where you need to go (laughs) That's good. Oh, gosh. I've got a vision of the kobold tracking the party and being dimensional breadcrumbs <laughs> and leaving yeah. their own dimensional trail.
0: It's not unlike the yeah. thunderclappers that uh, Lewis and Clark used. Now we can follow their trail years later by the amount of mercury that they leave in their campsites. Mm-hmm. The Thunderclappers for you in Twitch chat who might not have a deep American history lore were, um, <clears throat> what do you call them, laxatives to help them, you know, not be constipated while they survive on shitty trail rations that don't probably have a lot of fiber in them. So all of their campsites, they have like, you know, latrine deposits that are like high in mercury. Mm-hmm. And if you know where you're looking, you can sort of follow the Lewis and Clark trail via their their literal droppings done. Yeah. That statement's about 80% accurate probably. I- I'm probably right. missing some key details. So
1: shall I roll? So the the apprentice will have if I've already done, well I probably let's see. Fourth level spell takes 8 weeks. So if the apprentice spends 8 weeks doing a first level spell, that gives them a bonus of 6 16. So 1% per week? Per week
0: or no, something. I like that. think it's ten percent per week.
1: So sixty. percent per week. So sixty. Right, percent
0: it's, minus...
1: it's two weeks of research
0: per spell level. Yeah. Yeah. And then and another ten percent for every week spent thereafter.
1: So,
0: yeah. So yeah. plus sixty yeah, percent. Yeah.
1: They're only level right. two. And her intelligence, I can probably look up. It is thirteen. Khan is 14, so she's got the vigor to keep uh keep going for eight weeks in the library. Excellent. So thirteen plus two for level, I think, would be fifteen minus like two or three for per level.
0: Yeah, ten percent plus one per relevant ability score, plus one percent per experience level, minus twice the spell level, and then 15, another ten percent for every additional
1: 13, week. 13, 15, 25, minus two is twenty-three. Plus 10% per week, right? Right, so 20%. 83%. Yeah. So she would figure out the breadcrumbs. And then let's get back to Devon. He's on 10 weeks. So that's plus 30% on top of the base 25 is 55. Might actually be better than 25% because it's only a fourth level spell. I think the 25 came from the fifth level spell, but close, doesn't matter. Good enough. Two will succeed um sweet i don't know if i want a teleport because i might like do i need to teleport to the actual feywild or am i i mean i guess we'll find out after this break if i can find a suitable ritual spot near necrot mm. like do i find a uh witchy enough hill that uh i can go to at twilight or something and Maybe I need to build a circle of stones, or maybe I find a circle of stones somewhere in the desert.
0: We'll get well, to that on the other side of this break. Stole my line. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Uh, portal spells have been created. Breadcrumbs have been created. It
1: has been quite some time. Yeah. What are we looking at? Ten weeks? hmm Any interesting plot points to, uh, to cover?
0: Well, 10 weeks is a long time in a pregnancy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. uh, Got the ultrasounds. Yeah. The 10th of May
0: is the due date for your child. And we were, let's see, silver, copper. Oh, God, I don't know. I think my calendar has gotten a little, I know we've been playing loosey-goosey, but it's gotten really loosey-goosey. Um, I think (laughs) we're actually getting quite close to the the popping date. Really? Ten weeks? Um, Hmm. because my calendar is out of date and it's in January. And if you're supposed to be giving birth in May, then... Let's see. Blood.
2: Blood.
0: blood 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 someone should just pull Bye. mctackie into the call and have him tell us where we
1: are is this a point we're interested in uh like do you need to have a uh birth birth scene
0: i mean there was the whole atropos wants your unborn child thing she doesn't so... get
1: my unborn child
0: but it might be important <laughs> to note when these things are actually happening We'd...
1: she's not the midwife that's make true. sure of that. <laughs> Which is probably an option. Okay, so Nobles here we go. Croc can afford better better healthcare. <laughs>
0: um all right, so you get the troll heart, you do your first summoning ritual. You fight your two-headed troll in the swamp, so it's maybe like five. 10 days there. 15 weeks here somehow magically. <laughs> I don't know how that got past 15 weeks. Another 10, so that's maybe like 20 weeks. So we're, I don't know. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. What are 11? you counting down to? 15. 1920. That would bring us to June. Okay, so we're going to just say that this is ending the spell research is happening right around the time or finishing up right around the time where um your wife is due. Maybe your first attempt to cast dimensional rift is to pull your child out of your wife. I don't know. It's maybe too strong That's- of a a dimensional <laughs> Devon cesarean yeah. section with my hands. Yeah, I'll that. tear a hole in my wife and reach out the child. Rawr!
1: That maybe sounds not. actually. That sounds pretty uh, mythological.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: I didn't um, think I was gonna like where this was going, but uh, <laughs> maybe that's just a rumor. And another, in, in a thousand years, they'll tell the stories of how. Uh,
3: Yvonne
1: mm-hmm. pulled well, at least one of his children. Maybe out of his wife, maybe out of the elemental plane of fire.
3: Mm-hmm. Who
0: knows?
1: Okay.
0: All right. May 10 rolls around. Well, May on the evening of May 10, which makes it May 9th, uh, there is once again her apprentice. Whose name is Ber- Brecius Once again Brecius shows up at your door. Your wife is, is in- already in labor. She is projected to be delivering the next day, and you find yourself being tapped on your elbow by one of your apprentices, um a soy this yeah. time, who tells you that
1: Brecius
0: is back once more and wishes to speak with you.
1: Uh, she does not get the same reception she got the first time. I don't even know that Devon will give her the time of day. I think he probably he tells us soy I. Well, get rid of her. Can't you see my wife's in labor? Why? Are you, why? Are you, and like, yep. I would yep. chided yep. for why would you deliver this message now? And she is sent away and. Surely there will be no consequences to spurning the messenger of Atropos. Okay, well then,
0: uh, she's sent away and she goes Um, away. And and if she's
1: polite, she leaves without Devon ever interacting with her, and he probably forgets entirely that, like, in the course of in the whirlwind of events that occur that day. Yes, it will barely be a memory. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, she goes away quietly. She makes no stink. She levels no threats. Um, simple request of an audience and then she is gone and through the night your wife labors giving birth to your child near dawn would you like to roll me a d6
1: to determine the sex of your child we already determined it it was a it was a boy but I don't remember if I roll a three does that mean it's an old man and it is benjamin button style <laughs> one two three is female four five six is male okay so a six is an old man a six backwards. is an old man yes um i just <laughs> want to check that we didn't already determine okay but i don't know where i would search for that on the wiki i don't think we no, really mentioned it no the wiki just so, says is
0: pregnant due to be born i don't know how you would know ahead of time anyway Five. five it is a son yeah you have a son, as the first rays of light shine through your tower windows,
1: you hoist your son aloft. The son can be Ryan, the little king.
0: Little Ryan is held aloft and is licked by the first rays of the rising sun here on May 10th in the early days of the world. A new heir comes to Necrot. Um, How many clerics are in Necrot by now? And I will allow you to, to give this lore on your own and tell me how many clerics you believe are here. If any,
1: we have mentioned none specifically. Hmm. Um. But I think there certainly will be some in the future. So there's there's non-insignificant chance that there are the early stages of religion budding in Necrot. Um. Maybe like cults or whatnot, or even just liter- clerks at the mm-hmm. library. Mm Mm-hmm. Presiding over,
0: there's a sort of of like
1: spirit. Um, There's sort of you know people worshiping
0: these snake creatures and people worshiping mm -hmm. Atropos and sort mm -hmm. of worshiping you. So I could see if there aren't any actual divine. casters I mean the
1: the big daddy cleric in the area is Kronos for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, when do people have their own holy people here? Um, or like what would I'm sure there's like there's got to be some kind of like midwife or consortium of midwives that the like totally. the elder or the elder's wife or probably the elder's wife, the mistress of coin, surely has something, and maybe that's some sort of proto Martha cult or something like that, or proto Martha mm-hmm. clerics. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they may or may not have spells, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. It's your maybe call. A, Do you want them right? to have spells? Um, there, there could be some low-level clerics chilling about. Yeah, I kind of want to leave it vague, right? So like unless we specifically need to call out a spell now-ish eventually, right, eventually this will probably evolve into some...
0: Okay. So there are midwives, cool. but no like yeah. fully established clerics available. No like...
1: Maybe eventually like nuns of Martha a little convent mm-hmm. pops up in the hills somewhere maybe, I mean, that, maybe that's that, Probably where the uh, the mistress would have brought them in from, or something. Probably maybe not in the crot. Well, then a midwife
0: is here with you um, Mm -hmm. to help deliver the child. And about her neck, I'm assuming all midwives are female. Mm -hmm. And I know it's 2021, but I'm just gonna roll with that. Um, About her neck, she carries a, um, like a piece of, like a glass pendant that has uh, three different shades of glass in it that sort of like make a a little bit of a licking flame. It is Mm -hmm. the the symbol of Nerul, the goddess of family, society, home, the hearth, Mm -hmm. um, all those things that sort of like bind people together on a, a fundamental social familial scale. Okay. Um, she casts no spells, but she expertly works with your your wife to. I to be honest, I have no idea what their job is, but they do it. They do a lot. <laughs> it's quite. <laughs> yeah, I've never been through any of this. I have no idea. Um, I
1: will. Uh, I will spare chat the uh, birthroom stories. They're not mine to tell. Um.
0: But as the child is born, and I think Don does... is probably
1: uninvolved, right? In this, in this setting, is uh, or like he's pacing nervously in the, in the mm-hmm. outside of the, the estate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are perhaps you were
0: warned by this woman that you're you radiate so much magic you wouldn't want to like taint the delivery of this child. Please stay beyond the walls while <laughs> while we work. Um, and as she hands you your son who kisses the first light of
1: rays coming through the tall windows
0: of the tower yeah. uh, i don't think this is in the she... tower i think this is in
1: the uh, elders I, mm. it would have been a house but i assume by now it's it developed into like a mini estate in near mm-hmm. indecrot i'm sure it's like I, devon has been totally uninvolved with its management and up, upkeep but I presume that uh, they've been setting up, like whenever I'm away, I'm sure Aki gets put to work there instead of my projects, and they've built up a.
0: It's gone from like a, a, a mud brick house to like an actual wooden building that is now like having additional dinner. structures I mean, being added yeah. to it. You know, it's slowly this is expanding like, dojo this style. This is like
1: mud. Yeah, it's like mud age technology. But in like a, a hundred years or whatever, I imagine this being like one of those historic buildings. Like you, like I know these are like modern references, but like you go to a, I don't know. Again, with that, save this for your interview with the Independent. But uh, you know, like Stowe House in, uh, uh-huh. um, in Goleta, right? Like a, it was originally just like a house that some uh, settler esque family, and there's these kind of things all over the US and particularly the West Coast, right? Just like one, like a, this historic house mm-hmm. that's got like a, yeah, it's in a city that has like grown up around it, but mm-hmm. it's become. I don't think there's like a Stanford house in Sacramento Like that has been turned into A historical museum Kind of thing Mm -hmm. Countless Mm -hmm. examples I'm sure Europeans Have uh, Vaster histories of historic buildings But uh, Yeah. yeah So it's on it's way to that right? It's been built up it's probably got a nice wall Like a palm garden or something in front of it But it's like enclosed in a Growing city right so it's It's not an estate with like a hunting forest in the backyard. Right, right. It's
0: still in development, and I think mm-hmm. it's still being, like, added rooms to, um...
1: are often one of those wings. Doing, the,
0: uh... Doing Martha's work. The midwife it's, lays down a non-magical blessing on you and your son and your family, uh, begging the goddess Nerul to look over... your. This family, this family that is letting Necrot rise from nothingness into a center of civilization, a center of commerce, a center of power. Please let this son um, be as his father was. Let this fa- protect this family from those who would see them harm. Let them. Father and grandfather. Mm-hmm. Right. Let no forces tear this family asunder. And this is the sort of blessing of Nerul that comes down and fills your house. Even though it's non-magical in nature, Nerul protects individual homes and houses and people and sort of binds them together in a uh, what would you call it? Sort of like with a a minor sacred protection circle. It's the same sort of sacred protection around houses that prevents vampires from entering. That's what I was about to reference. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Nerul's blessing keeps all evil spirits at bay from a household I would never,
1: yeah i would never trust these sorts of magics in the in the neoverse when vampires are concerned but i know they're not particularly interested in cross and they're not particularly afraid of crosses but i do like the idea of like a higher level neural cleric mm-hmm. being able to prevent a vampire from entering a home or something like that or even just a knowledgeable housewife who's able to mutter a prayer to Nerul at the... what's the doorway? The Threshold. The threshold, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Good stuff. Into the
0: world is born Ryan, and it is a new day for all of Necrot when this happens. Right. It is a symbol of is its there, rebirth. Uh... It's renewal. He survives and doesn't
1: get eaten. Yeah. If he survives yeah. and doesn't get eaten by atropos he would be the uh probably the known in history as the first king of necrot mm-hmm. right the the grandson of the elder son of the divine sorcerer now his royalty what's this what's that five out his intelligence
0: no no no. i was gonna roll your wife's con and ask you to make a system she shock is, check at survival to see how let's do it five see she, goes she is through.
1: i i think she's like frail and beautiful right she's like yeah very yeah. very thin but in like a supermodel thin kind of thing mm-hmm. so she probably she probably looks great but that chassis has five con
0: yeah those um,
1: hips they ain't quite wide enough for this which is yeah, a what system
0: th- shock of 45 <sighs> percent which means she has a 55% to chance to die in childbirth on this day. You hear, you know, you hold oh, your screaming son
1: and yeah, say what's the say the the word for four in Chinese rhymes with death. Mm, she, so I she? I'm liking the right it's an unlucky number for that mm-hmm. reason. I'm liking the idea of uh that I'm rolling a d100 and it's got to be less than 44 less than or equal to 44 for her to survive she does survive (laughs) okay she makes it through the day with a 40 444 that is an auspicious uh, auspicious sign there little ryan cheated death perfect Let's hope I don't have to give him over to Atropos in order to uh, get the <laughs> Philosopher's Stone.
0: Well, you can enjoy a period of rest and reconnection with your family. I know the great wizard is often in his laboratory sort of neglecting these um, normal worldly matters. But I imagine in the wake of this moment, um, Devon probably takes a takes a bit to exist in the here and now and in the real world. But you tell me.
1: No. I think you're right. I like the idea of a break. So I think let's time skip for interest of the campaign. Or, right, Mm -hmm. we can hand wave the role play of uh, family time. And uh, put Devon on the shelf for some uh, paternal leave. Yeah. And do some interplanar travel in uh, four to six weeks or something. Sure. Let's
0: just skip ahead. One,
1: two, three
0: four, five, five weeks. So we'll just flip, skip to June. Uh, June 21st, the we'll go first back day, day of, of summer.
1: mana. First
0: day of the new season, the longest day of the year. All is well in Necrot. all is well with your family, all is well with Kronos even. He's got his two-headed troll heart. You know, he's got people coming to him sometimes for tasks. He's a a noble person amongst the giants. Your tower is growing. There are paved roads coming through your town. Your in-laws have a a burgeoning manor. Silver and copper flow into Necrot and back out the other side as it becomes, you know, a hub for trade goods. Shelter Bay is semi-functional and operational. People make sacrifices and donations to to the two snake people of the area, the two you know demi gods that reside here. You have not seen from uh, Atropos or Resius since the birth of your child, and probably don't quite even remember those moments. Um, and Devon finally returning to work after probably being shooed away for being a little bit too hands-on when the mother can definitely handle it uh devon returns to the interplanar dimensional stuff and how People do you make your return to go.
1: so I, I mean i think we're gonna get probably more mundane research of finding a suitable uh boundary to uh mm. care into the mm-hmm. Feywild and uh explore Wow. Um, so is there, I mean, what do you think? In the Red Hills, is there, are are there any sp- spots that are? There are no spots. Um, perhaps <laughs> in this downtime... Circle an ancient circle of stones or something like that, is there, Or is there the... a suitable place for Devon to be the creator of an ancient circle of stones? Or soon to be ancient circle of stones?
0: Your apprentices and mm, sub-minions have scoured the Red Hills, the Snake Grass, and all the way up to the Brackish Fen, looking for something that might seem like a proper link to the Feywild. But all signs point to not. All signs point... There's not even well up to the fen. Your your apprentices okay. didn't search the fen on their own, um, but the rest of this area seems to be too inhospitable. All signs point to the Feywild needing a place filled with teeming light, water, and sunshine. The brackish fen? It might, but brackish water is not the the most life giving water the word, out there. It's got you know? the word fen
1: in the name. Where we're gonna. Well, Devon will start searching there. So I bet his apprentices have been working on this for five weeks and come up with nothing. They're like, this mm-hmm. "Doesn't doesn't work here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's too hot. There's not enough water." So Devon will storm off to the to the fen. Do we have mm-hmm. like are there like camels here? How do people travel through the Red Hills? On foot, like the <laughs> Such Native as Americans. No relative. horses, no mounts It's a lot of days To get to the Brackish Fen Yeah it is we, Oh we were talking about roads right Mm-hmm.
0: Would you like to construct A road from Necrot to the Brackish Fen
1: I would like to construct a road from Necrot to Grecos Hmm If it is not already underway Maybe it's underway already and Devon is pleased by this so maybe travel from necrot to grecos is swifter than usual and he arrives there early afternoon
0: yeah there are some um, paths that have been worn so many times now that like miniature fun uh, pseudo roads are developing grecos to necrot if, has a very easy if, route um, atropos to necrot has a very easy route down by shelter bay to necrot also has a relatively easy route by way of the oasis um, and I can't remember this town's name over here, but this goes right through Romulus's place. Romulus um,
1: down to Sinus. Yeah, there's yeah. also
0: um, a nice I, easy path here.
1: Yeah, I guess to crot to Greco's. There's not a lot. I mean, like it, it's it will be a well-worn path, but there isn't a lot of commerce that goes that route. I don't think. Well, the- there, are, uh,
0: most of the lumber comes through Greco's mm-hmm. because there's not oh, okay. very much in Necrot. So it all, it all pipes through Greco's to Necrot, which probably might make it the best made road around. Because okay, yeah. if you're, you're hauling parts. wood, yeah, yeah,
1: okay.
0: Um, and so this is our, our rudimentary road system that's developing. I will show viewers the map.
1: Of course, it's pink.
0: Yeah, I did all my roads in purple for some re- weird reason, or pink, or I don't know colors. I'm not okay. tetrachroma. Um, so easy peasy. Devon
1: takes his way to Necrot or to
0: Grekos, and from so, there yeah. it's easy to get to the Brackish Fen.
1: So maybe Necrot to Grecos is considered one hex rather than two. Um we can consider it like planes travel through the hills. How about that? Well it's like I'm saying like can you can go diagonal well how does the math work out on that? Is Two tiles at six that's slightly more than one tile at ten. Yeah. So there's two tiles. Right. Does it cost twelve or ten movement to get from Necrot to Grecos? I was I was saying because there's a road you can like move um, diagonal across
0: Yeah, time, yeah, a, a 10 is fine. Yeah, We'll call it 10. That's good.
1: And then, typically you have 24, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in one day, you can get from, with a road, in one day you can get from Necrot to the edge of the fen.
0: Mm-hmm. Very easily. 10, yeah. 16, and you've got Oh, no, because you always use the movement for the rate that you're in. So 10 and 10 would be 20 to get to this hex. And and I think Devon would actually get you to the. the, Yeah, so with 24 movement, you can get all the way to the very edge of the brackish fen. In fact, you could get into the brackish fen hex
1: if you wanted. Nah, so I think Devon will fabricate a gazebo on the edge of the fen right here using the lumber. It's basically just a tall large shady structure Mm -hmm. that you could like camp under or Mm -hmm. whatever like shelter from the elements it's probably allows wind flow underneath but like more comfortable place to set up a tent or even just like you pull up in a chair or in a hammock and can rest there on your travels one One day
0: one day a great warrior will come and fight (laughs) this but for now it is a place to lay your head and rest
1: and then a second day into the fen, searching for uh I don't even know what he's looking for. How do you how do you find there's probably other kinds of spellcasters with interesting techniques to find maybe a druid could could use a dowsing rod to seek out the uh a spot where the Feywild is close. hmm But Devon's kinda wandering blind. Mm-hmm. But if there's anywhere he's gonna find it, it's in the brackish Fen. Mm-hmm. it might just be where drexel built his uh
0: that is a place that is already
1: charged with a
0: great number of magical right? energies Is it close
1: to i don't have any good divination spells i don't think to research this but i guess i've got my serona
3: mm-hmm.
1: right is what what do i know of uh drexel's workshop and drexel's summoning circle i guess this is
0: This has been a place of great conjuration
1: and great powerful magics that have been worked. Was it chosen because it's particularly close to any of the other planes, or is it something else? Um, It was chosen because it is...
0: How do you say... um, it's like this for the same reasons they chose nevada to test nuclear weapons okay it's out in the middle of nowhere where if things go terribly terribly wrong you can just walk away and it's fine don't worry about it
1: got it the dead center of this swamp yeah okay so i visit this place and it's clear that this isn't that's not what it is there was that like magical aberration Mm -hmm. downstream i like the idea have you played stalker I have a new not. Game. Oh the Shadow of Chernobyl Shadow of Chernobyl Yeah
0: Like back in the Early 2000s When okay. it first came
1: out I mean the, con- the concept party. Is it's like a op- Semi open world Uh huh Single player shooter game Where you're Running around Chernobyl And there's like Mutant dogs And Yeah Crazy scientists And radioactive gear And Other Bounty hunters Whatever I don't know It's a, it's a cool game It's probably mm-hmm. a little dated To recommend But anyways I was imagining The Brackish Fen As like magical nuclear fallout zone yeah, where there's like aberrations and meme dogs and yeah yep sounds about right and this is ground zero this is the elephant foot Oof. so you're here <laughs> um but i don't think this is where i'm looking maybe i find an appropriate spot somewhere else in the fen and build my own circle of stones mm-hmm Um, or maybe I find a spot that's already weak, but I'm going to spend some time wandering around. Maybe there's, we can come up with some research percentage chance to find something. Yeah. Or just a stat check. Um, let's see. So
0: we are looking for uh, your familiarity with the spell and your familiarity with I, the the realm, the the Feywild. You know the spell, you created it yourself. So I feel yeah. like that's pretty good.
1: Okay, so I have a folklore um, non-weapon proficiency. I've got a spellcraft non-weapon proficiency. Oh yeah, give me that folklore. Archonology. I think folklore is the one, right? That's perfect. 29. Maybe Great. it is it, trolls are kind of kind of fey-ish. a little bit spoopy but yeah there was that troll nest Mm -hmm. so anyways this fen? it it, it, there's got to be something here right mm -hmm. you feel
0: you feel confident that there is a spot within this fen. i just need you to maybe make me a series of intelligence checks until you pass and each one covers the day as you wander through the fen. and when you pass we'll say whatever hex you're in is the one where you find uh, the appropriate location
1: right here i used i even nerfed myself a little bit spellcraft is in minus two yeah, so you. So I do. I find it or do I just make it? Am I just like this um, is a good hill? I can see uh, at sunset it'll be in the twilight. We'll like stack some stones somehow. You Maybe find an re- appropriate spot that needs modification to yeah
0: to um be the right place. And you seem to be interested in a, a
1: stone stacking. Are we making well, a, henge? Like a stone making Stonehenge? It, like if there's nowhere suitable, I feel like you could build a Stonehenge in. the an astrologically significant spot or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think that it happens to right, be in the in same
0: it... hex as Drexel's workshop, perhaps even okay. a spot, a few miles, uh, a mile away on a a larger hill that rises up over the fen from which mm-hmm. you can even see the workshop.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. What is the, what is it like here? So like, do I find like a little glade in the swamp? Maybe a s- fresh spring or is this like... Or am I making it, a it more is a... appropriate? It's, it's an appropriate hill mm-hmm. that I've got to, like, tend into a...
0: Mm-hmm. It's an yeah. appropriate hill that gives you a bit of a view over the whole of the fred, the Fen. It's uh, You can see all of the life around you from this spot when the sun Mm -hmm. rises and sets this hill is the first thing to be touched by light and the last thing to leave it it sits above the waterline, so it gets lots of um, rain on the soil and you know these things to be key aspects of the feywild the feywild is an area that exists sort of like between the sky and the earth there's Mm -hmm. lots of rain and yet there's no real ground there are large puddles that are reflecting pools throughout the feywild um and yet and you know there's wind but You don't actually encounter earth. You don't encounter fire. It's just sort of a sunny, rainy, windy, tree borne place filled with mirror pools and water that doesn't quite get you wet. Um, And this hill is such a place. The water runs off it easily. You can see all the other grasses and trees about. There are grasses and trees upon here. You just need an appropriate structure to act as a conduit. And I think with with fabricate and the rocks laying so, about you can make what i, you I don't
1: think it's fabricated i'm doing some math mm. here so the the sarsens is that what they're called the the stones at stonehenge weigh an mm. average of 25 tons the largest stone the heel stone weighs 30 tons 25 tons it's about 50,000 pounds times 0.1 cubed means a reduced. Why is that not working? Not plus. Uh, means a reduced stone would weigh 50 pounds. So maybe I, I could do even bigger if I could find it. Uh, that seems more or less appropriate. So I think Devon stacks a stone He reduces. He finds three enormous stones, reduces them, and drags them here, or, and stacks them here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm able to find those stones in the Fen, or if I drag them mysteriously from afar. I need three of them. What's my chance to find enormous rock? <laughs> in the Fen? Very low. Because most of the is it, Fen is below is water level. Is it possible level. that one of them would have arrived here? Or is there like a shelf of granite that I can crack some from? You know, crack
0: there the is earth? There's certainly... Um, rock slabs, all about. Notably, Drex's workshop is made on a large slab of stone.
1: It's magically infused, right? Mm-hmm. Is that more appropriate? I passed that folklore check. Like, is that more appropriate than the, uh, um, <clears throat> than like a chunk of the elemental plane of earth or something?
0: No, chunk of the elemental plane of earth is. Well, actually. The, from my basic notes, the Feywild touches the water and air planes, but not the earth or fire planes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could use some of the elemental uh, plane of earth, but I think you just need any old rock to create like a structure that points in the direction you know that gives you north, south, east, west coordinates um, that can be used cool. as a, a clock or a calendar
1: is there a good way to break off a chunk of rock from Drexel's workshop or is it all pretty like pre-built for being what it is natural it was a huge sheet of rock right and the yeah. magic circle is just in the center
0: yeah you could carve it out and take parts of it
1: yeah um and it's not magic in and of itself like I wouldn't be like creating a nuclear bomb here I mean we're already talking about nuclear wasteland. Let's do it. Um, That's my boy. Extrude is just a cubic foot per level. But potentially I could, like, extrude multiple directions or, like, cra- use extrude to, like, straight down and mm-hmm. break through. Down on maybe the I sides. Can, maybe I use my uh, lesser disintegration spell. There's probably mm-hmm. a lot of that to, like, cut out the... That's mm-hmm. probably How long does that last? One round per level, disintegrating out a giant chunk. It'll probably take a couple of uh, a couple of castings of it. hmm Maybe a couple of days working here. Mm-hmm. But so Devon will will carve off three massive standing stones from uh, from this granite shelf of mm-hmm. that is uh Drexel Circle, Drexel's Workshop, and then mm-hmm. reduce them down to fifty pounds or so. Hike mm-hmm. them up the hill a mile, and stack them and let <sharp inhale> them enlarge. All of that probably takes a couple of days. Yeah, and they will be faced east, west, or whatever, so that like the sun will set. It's summer solstice, right? It's so we'll summer solstice. Use... That seems like a perfect day. So on summer solstice, the sun will set directly down the line of the stone does that make sense Mm -hmm. right like so you'll summer solstice you'll see sunset like perfectly aligned through the standing stones okay um but it's probably you you could probably open a portal here on any sunset or sunrise yeah i mean i guess technically
0: it's the day after summer solstice but it's close enough um
1: i mean i think you could probably always uh
0: yeah, I think you. This doesn't need a specific time of year. You've got a, a pretty good physical location. You'll probably mm-hmm. need a you know either at noon when the sun is at its highest or on the full moon um, when it's uh, risen above you as well. You're going to need some sort of astrological alignments to make this work. Um, what would you feel is the most appropriate first time Feywild run astrological alignment?
1: I think that it's so close to the summer solstice okay i think it's like the and like within a few days works fine
0: right kind of like a werewolf near the full moon few days here a few days there
1: the first time i I tear this portal open it's probably it's going to be i would have liked it to be the solstice but maybe i've missed it Mm -hmm. but it's like as the sun is setting you can stand like you can stand facing the uh the stones and you'll see and the sun will set right in it and if you cast the spell at that exact moment or I mean, you probably got a few minutes of window. Mm-hmm. You, uh, theoretically, I will tear a portal to the Feywild. Well. And it probably can it only be done around maybe? Yeah, can only can it only be done near the summer solstice? Yeah, let's say that. But it but this place for this, pl- for this location, to, yeah. If I decide to continue this, I could build a circle of stones that has like 360 degrees of portals. And so right. any sunset conceivably could could work. Then that that makes sense. For or I could come and reduce the re- change the angle of the stones and to to correlate with the day. Right. So you just got to catch the sunset through this stone archway
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and can open the portal. Perfect. In theory, but I've yeah, if my calculations are correct, <laughs> or maybe uh, Moth's calculations. She'll probably, she'll, she'll. I didn't mention her, but she should be here. So, like, I don't know if there's a trip back to get her, or if retroactively we can say Devon had uh brought her along or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, Moth has been doing research into interplanal travel for you. It only makes sense that Moth would be here for this if you're going to go into casting, the Feywild, right? yeah, yeah, but- I think. To do yeah. the casting, she's also going to come and hang out with you while you set up everything, rather than you yeah. set it up and then go back and get her. And then it's just that it's yeah, too much work.
1: apprentices here at all? Your or... call,
0: but I don't see any call for them to be here. There are plenty no, of things don't think to be so. doing.
1: Have they been aware of any of this? Have they? Did they come Certainly. and get bored and leave? And now it's no. I think they were just and... left behind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So moth moth has been sitting there taking notes while uh Devon. To the arduous labor of preparing this and then casting this new spell, um, I'll probably cast it once I've had time to recover my MP. Right,
0: I assume you ca- use many castings to create this this stone archway,
1: uh, not castings of the dimensional tear spell. It no, no, will no. Be but like, it, will, it will be many days of like maybe extrusions, maybe lesser disintegrations to uh and then the reduce and mm-hmm. the stacking and all that mm-hmm. so many a spell were cast probably maybe yeah
0: uh so how know. much mp do you have because that might be important if you're stepping through into the sure, Feywild.
1: yeah i would want it to be full so i think we would delay, until, delay a few days. So, so you were saying the solstice was when we were that was five weeks from the. so we can just like we can yeah. save yeah yeah yeah. So this is happening within a few days of the solstice. And the number of spells I mean how many disintegrations does it do you think it takes? They each last a round? How many rounds does it take to use your hands to, to carve out a stone? Rock butter.
0: Mm-hmm. Each one only takes only lasts for one round? Per level. Nine rounds. okay. There we go. That that makes more sense. Um
1: let's say five. And then you used one reduced spell? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably can I do reduce on maybe three reduce spells? Right? Oh, right, because you need yeah, yeah. So five and three, eight first level
0: spells. Is 18.
1: no disintegration is a fourth level, so that's eighteen times five Ooh. plus reduce was three times three. Nine Ninety-nine. Nine. So let me roll some d. This doesn't count as study, does it? It um, might be right. Oh, wait, there's.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because this is sort of active magical. You're creating right. something. You are studying the Feywild. Wild. It's not your spell book, but it is with magical good, crafting with and good creation. Sleep
1: in Drexel's workshop, we've set up like mm-hmm. a camp, and it's dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so that'll be three D thirteen. Keep the top two. Uh, yeah, D one. Mm-hmm. So that's eighteen. Um, and I think I would wait out another day, right? So 18. So 75 plus 18. 93. I, can't, I will necessarily take a second day. Plus 16. And then so it's just going to be a few day. one, so two that'll days. So that's a building? 20, I have 20 MP at the point when i finish stacking the stones and i would probably want to rest here before yeah jumping you'd
0: get through to another one plane.
1: more day of rest for certain good rolls good rolls ooh very good rolls 17s so that bring 37 mp i'm not expecting to go in there and i think we're just going to pop in and pop out right mhm like we can only go as deep as the breadcrumbs last and it's a good thing we're bringing breadcrumbs to the Feywild because it's a tricksy, confusing place. But I think like the nature of the spell should make it so that you can't get lost while you've got it running. So if we go in, we could go in a day, maybe spend a night in the Feywild and come back out a day all in the course of uh, second-level wizards mm-hmm. casting. But mm-hmm. this is like a day translated to Feywild time, so we may run out. But I feel like it's the kind of spell that you can track on your own, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you're getting lost in the Feywild, you can be like, "I'm running out of breadcrumbs. It's been mm-hmm. it's time to turn around." Mm-hmm. So, Summer Solstice uh, portal jumping. Here we go. Should we take a break or something? I don't know how long well, we can go in this segment. You tour.
0: can op- let's open the portal and step through and do the Feywild on the other side. So magic is created tell us tell us the visual descriptions of the alignment of the sun and the the stones and what it looks like when you rip open the portal
1: um so Devon is standing so I guess here. it's it would have been better on the solstice but we're like three days after or something um it is Mm -hmm. twilight Devon and his uh robes is standing at the top of this hill in the brackish fen. Mm-hmm. The apprentice moth vigorously taking notes. She's got before her like scrolls, I think, of papyrus with all with various geometric diagrams of the uh of the position of the sun and trigonometry tree through this uh through these standing stones. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a turn I feel like it's taken three days, <laughs> but uh, so I'm trying to think what the prep is for that last turn. It's probably not a lot, right? It's probably Devon just standing in front of it, waiting for sunset, right? I, th- I think three days. Sad. It's got to be at least a turn of casting right. time. Right. It's been three days. So to, so at right as twilight approaches, Devon is like standing there, very druidic, right, and is in his robes with a uh, with a corona of. Mm-hmm. Precious metal. Mm-hmm. Hands clasped before him, straight forward, and then I think as the sun sets, he like invo- invokes the arcane words and like sticks his hand through like the the plane of the uh, of the standing stones mm-hmm. right as the sun sets, and it like it's like rupturing a bubble or something, right the the surface the interface between. Between planes, between this material plane and the Feywild, and he just like tips his hands forward and splits open this tear in the yeah. fabric of spacetime.
0: The whole thing oh. splits and cracks, and a portal about the size of Devon, um, tall and slender, rips
1: open. Yeah, I think it's more or less contained within, like the standing stones. Right. Like maybe it's Devon's only like six feet tall or whatever. The stones are maybe they're eight feet tall. So, like, they're it's like pinned at the top and it's like too, uh, too small at the top and bottom to quite, uh, Mm -hmm. for like an eight foot tall thing to walk through. But if you're six feet, duck your head Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. like raise a foot and, uh, step over, step on it. Yeah. Does it do I like see where it's going on the other side? Do I see like a lush forest through it or is it all kind of flickery and weird? Like, do I have to step through in order to see where it's going, or is it, like...
0: I believe you can gaze through mm-hmm. um, one reality to another, and on the other side, you can see, you know, the flowing and moving of trees, the, the bending of branches as the leaves shimmer in the wind... Um, there seems to be like ambient light all about, and yet everything in the Feywild casts a shadow. Not all in the same direction. In fact, most things in opposite directions. You'll see a tree shadows directly towards you, um, and then the tree that you know another tree closer to you shadows directly away from you. Another points to the right. One branch you know comes out, and some of its leaves shadow one way. Some of the other leaves shadow another way, and yet others shadow in a different direction. Um, there seems to be rain, kind of trickling down, running alongside trees. You see a, a large, pra- um, not fron, fran, fron, a, a large leaf, broad leaf, with a collection of water in it that sort of dips the leaf low, and the collection of water is perfectly still on the top, giving you a glimpse into sort of a mirror um, that reflects light but it doesn't seem to actually reflect, you know, you don't see what is beyond or above in the mirror. It seems like you're looking through a mirror into a, another place as if the mirror mirrors off of another mirror somewhere else. Um, where shadows overlap, they, com- they combine and get darker and darker. So like three shadows overlapping is quite dark. Seven shadows overlapping is probably like pitch black and like completely void. It is a mysterious place of constant rain, constant sunlight, misshapen shadowy paths, and branches, trunks, leaves, no earth, no sky, a canopy above you, mist below you, watery pools everywhere. And Vaughn and Moth step through. And that'll take us to our break. We'll see you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with
1: Death. Hello. So, Devon has, uh, torn an interdimensional portal to the Feywild. You have. Here on the solstice. Witnessed by Apprentice Moth, who casts her dimensional breadcrumbs does she have yarn or uh, or a crust uh, of bread? She has brought with her a spool of twine. There you go. So it probably gets tied to a twig mm-hmm. or something nearby, staked into the ground. Probably uh, metaphorical. So for the duration of the spell, like even if the stake gets kicked over or moved, there's the the twine goes uh, goes ethereal or whatever, mm-hmm. phases. And uh, Devon, followed by his apprentice, stepped through into the into the wildwood, wherever this is we're going. Into um, the yeah. Yeah, mist uh, oozes from this uh, temporary portal, splattering the uh, the hill here. It's not dry because it's this like marshland, but it's like salty, brackish. But mm-hmm. I think over time, this misting of uh, fresh Feyan water will uh, irrigate this hilltop, mm-hmm. and odd plants will in the future will be growing here. There'll probably like ferns and like yeah, mm-hmm. toadstools and stuff popping up on this hill, and it will be eerily moist and fertile compared to the brackish marsh around it. Mm Hmm. An odd sight of interest for a future adventurer. And uh, we go go forth.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. You step out onto a tree branch, and you can see that there are branches and foliage below you, and branches and foliage above you, and these mirror pools, sort of, you know, in a knot of a tree here, on a broad leaf over there. Um, your apprentice steps in behind you, and would you roll me d100 plus 2?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I shouldn't know this,
0: right? Oh, I should roll it, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah.
1: But maybe you... I didn't add this to the spell description, but I think you would look at it and, like, give me your narrative explanation mm-hmm. of what I see, right? Like, I sh- you, sh- you can probably look at it, look at it and say how stable it is.
0: Yeah, you take a look at the portal, and it is holding its bounds... It Mm -hmm. seems solid for the time being, but you can see that there's like a little bit of a wobble around the edges, you know, a little bit of like a slow shift, Um, but the, the general shape of it still
1: maintains very clearly. Yeah, fourth level spell costs 18 mana. I have 19. So if I want to guarantee that I don't have to spend the night in the Feywild, I should save 18 mana so that I could, at worst case, we could find our way back here Mm -hmm. to this thinness and, like, cut our way home. Mm -hmm. But potentially, in fact, that's probably, that's got to be the plan, right? I'm not going to go in and out in an hour or however long this is open. Mm -hmm. Unless I walk right through and find an elf and get all my questions answered.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Well. So Devon and uh, Moth explore. Um, is there a way to go up and down? De- like, we go out onto this branch. Is it easy to like hop to the next branch or to go into one of these mirror pools, or are we like stuck unless we climb?
0: You could go back to the trunk of the tree that you were upon and scale up it, uh, but the trees are close enough together that the branches get close that you could hop from one to, uh, one to another. There might need mm-hmm. to be some dex checks involved occasionally if you're gonna be doing a lot of um, tree hopping. Totally, yeah. Um, or you could um, climb down and see if there's another easier path over you could climb if you want to avoid the dex checks you can take more time of like climbing up a tree and looking for uh, a better path
1: or you know going Moff back is and definitely circling around that moth is like cautiously following behind Devon mm-hmm. and like spooling out her thread and like carefully tiptoeing from branch to branch uh, while Devon bounds ahead invoking a dex check or whatever
0: yeah, give us that dex check then.
1: Easy. 33. I think I even, if I didn't note it, I wanted a tumbling proficiency, which I, I have an extra slot. I just haven't spent it. So I'm going to note that. I didn't use it here, but okay. that slot's tumbling. It makes sense with the unarmed combat. I couldn't understand why I didn't have it beforehand, but. Makes okay. perfect sense. Yeah. But, anyways, that was just a flat dex check. And DePon bounds ahead. Mm-hmm. He's uh, right at home, right? It's mm-hmm. always suspected he's got a feign nature to him. Mm-hmm. He uh, scampers through, um, so there's a bit of a gap depending on how many rounds before an encounter or whatever. Devon will be—he's moving at probably double the movement rate of the apprentice, right? So Devon's skipping ahead; apprentice is cautiously following behind. Yes, Maybe trying taking to their... map a trying to map the route, but uh, it's of course going to fail. Devon is. Does have the cartography skill, but he knows better than to cartographize the Feywild. And yes. last time we talked about the three realms of the Feywild. Is that in a wiki somewhere? Where did uh... that is?
0: But that's actually just of the Elven world. That the yeah. Shapedwood, um, all that that the Shapedwood, Wildwood, and Outlands are in the Prime Material Plane. That is um, oh, really? the Elven kingdom. That is how the Elves define the their presence in the the real world,
1: not in okay. the the Feywild. Okay. But I'm almost certain that we could go from the Feywild. That's like easy access to the Outlands or to the Wildwood, right?
0: The Feywild will have multiple entrances and exits throughout the yeah. Prime Materia Plane, So you could use it to skip vast distances of space mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing. But you'd have to know where you're supposed to be heading in order yeah, to do I that. Don't,
1: yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm but we're researching it so we're trying to like hop in this portal here and navigate our way to either the outlands or the wildwood and then eventually to the sh- to a shaped wood place mm-hmm. or whatever maybe not in this adventure but in the course of our future research so what should we roll
0: i would like, no rolls for the moment. Um, okay. As you are hopping around on these trees, you come across one of these large mirror pools of water that mm-hmm. happens to be on, upon a broad branch with a knot in it that looks like it might have been hollowed out by some sort of woodland creature and is now just filled with the water that ever precipitates from the sky And as you look down into it, you can see most certainly that it's not a reflection of what is directly above you. It's certainly a reflection out some other pool, some other place. And as you gaze into it, you see a face come into focus. You see your own face come into focus, but older, Uh, more worn, more weary, like wrinklings across your face. Your eyes are not milky, but sort of faded. Your hair is sort of grayed and darkened, um, and the eyes are wide with concern
1: and terror. Do I think that entering this pool would accelerate my aging or something like that?
0: I think at this point, everything is up for you to decide. This doesn't seem like a good
1: pool I think we'll uh we'll keep looking Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah you go to move away and you notice the the face in it doesn't move away it seems to be acting independently of your own face it seems to be um something and it it waves
1: at you it tries to like motion at you as you gaze into it Devon knows better to pull himself away and he shouts back to uh Capture a train. (laughs) Shouts back to Moth to uh, not slip in this pool, Mm -hmm. and we continue going, ignoring it. Okay. Um, We will look. Devon wants to look in a further pool to see if it is better outcome, but uh,
3: he will
1: close down and investigates and waits to make sure that he's got Moth in sight, so that if she's ambushed by uh, Charo, says it's a changeling, that uh, he can go back and save her sure
0: um moff is attempting to follow you as best as possible trying not to take these big jumps that you are mm-hmm. so she is going you know up over here and then crossing and then down again and her spool of yarn or th- um cord seems to continue to flow out well beyond its original like thousand foot limit um A strong wind rushes up from below you, uh, pushing, sort of buffering you almost off of your tree branch. Not enough to invoke a check. You'll have to catch instead yourself for a moment. Um, But you notice the strong breeze from below you carries with it water, like raining upward against you. Um, And the wind nearby begins to cyclone viciously leaves tear off and flutter around in a, a funnel that rises up from the tree trunks beneath and comes in your direction.
1: We like to stand back and brace ourselves and hopefully watch this vortex pass water mm-hmm. and air combined. Mm-hmm.
0: The vortex rises, um, rises above you and then settles back down again, hovering in the air, not quite on any given branch Nearby, and from it comes a a soft voice, asking, "Who who are you? How are you here? This realm is not meant for you."
1: <laughs> I am Devon, and I go where I will. Who are you? Um, folklore check, maybe so water Mm -hmm. spirit or like or maybe uh or or is it a fake creature or like a give me the folklore check and i haven't quite researched the like conjure elemental kin oh mad fail Mm -mm. i don't know so i guess i just leave it at who are you what are you Safi
0: comes the voice, giving you uh, but a single name.
1: You... Safi, be you elemental or fay? Um, is this in common? I guess that's the only language I speak without a tongue spell. It
0: appears to be speaking your own native tongue, um, and yeah. quite fluently, without accent or hesitation. But that seems a bit unusual for a creature of another realm to speak your very humanistic language.
1: I speak five Uh, languages. Just don't know what they are. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, The whirling wind of a creature thing settles on a nearby branch. The whirling leaves and vapors fade away, and you find yourself standing before what appears to be an elven creature, uh, an elven
1: person. Uh, Thavon asks naively, "Are you an elf, or some other spirit?" Uh, the first. She is
0: wearing a I don't know, greenish, uh, dressy. Thing with what appears to be some sort of like leather and gold trimmed armor over it and a, a long rapier at her side as well as a serona looking um, headband made out of gold with um, little baubles across it. Uh, at her side is also a dagger as well as what appears to be a few component pouches. Uh, she regards you with a, a quizzical curious look. Are you a sorceress? She gives a half-hearted shrug. Those definitions have little meaning to us. Those that walk between worlds.
1: (laughs) How many more worlds must I walk before... I speak the same as you?
0: I don't quite follow... How did you get here? This realm is not open to the mortals.
1: How can you tell I'm mortal? She
0: motions behind you to Moth, who is, like, struggling to scamper up a tree right now and barely, like, well, makes it up, huffing and puffing, and, like, wraps well, the cord around the, the tree branch. That one is... What are
1: you? I am a wizard. A mage. You're not a human. A sorcerer. I'm not.
0: Do you not know yourself yet? There's no way for a human could get here, regardless of how strong a sorcerer you are. Without an escort?
1: Impossible. Um, Perhaps you are my escort. Are you running from something? Running to something. My destiny. I'm going to. uh, um, I'm going to roll a. Can I roll a charisma check? Of course. Maybe an opposed charisma check? The foolish Devon thinks he can out charisma a uh, an elf and he gets a uh, he gets a good read on her or he thinks he does Ooh, okay. good vibes. So he boldly tells her his ambition. I'm going to discover the Philosopher's Stone. She rolls a one. <laughs> so she's uh. we both fail. I think we just neither of us. Are, we're reading past each other.
0: Yeah. Tangential
1: cultures. I'm going you... to discover the Philosopher's Stone.
0: She, you know, her face um, cracks showing the yeah. um, abject concern for you when you mentioned going for the Philosopher's Stone and you, you sort of ignore her, her other pointed questions. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, where is, yeah, do you, do you know where the world staff touches this plane? I've heard your people have a fragment. There are many fragments scattered by, throughout the. By Prime now, plane. I think Moth has like caught up, and she's like struggling to like she's like frantically writing like you like space out in class for a minute, and mm-hmm. you've got like. N- crazy amounts of notes to catch up on and Mm -hmm. so she's just like furiously writing trying to catch up on the conversation yeah like legs hugging the branch beneath her (sighs) so she doesn't fall as she like right she like couldn't make it all the way down she's like two branches up just like she all right i can hear them from here i'm clutching for dear life and writing down Mm -hmm. whatever i need to finish writing down or catch up on writing down
0: there are many fragments but they're extremely powerful those who seek to get their hands on a shard of the staff of the world are viewed with some concern among my people Uh, our people I suppose why she asks with all of her petulant questions never being satisfied with the answers you give her
1: I think Devon probably can't compute why it's obvious. Mm hmm. Immortality Infinite Wealth. You have that here beyond compare. Stay
0: here, you will live forever. You have everything you
1: need. I will I will live forever and go where I please. I am a sorcerer. As are you. You are has you- touched. You
0: are touched by something. Something otherworldly. Was there a sign in the sky the day you were born?
1: Yvonne doesn't know. He's not an astrologer. He was also a baby. She furrows her brow. <laughs> I didn't... That was out of character, uh
0: no but i mean if you stay silent she furrows her brow Mm -hmm. concerned at this creature she's talking to you can see the displeasure on her face grows as at first you were an object of curiosity and now you're clearly something i just can't play a wizard
1: without you trying to scapegoat me as the harbinger of ragnarok
0: is is that what you're getting from this conversation
1: i don't know i rolled a I failed my charisma check. Where? Can I even remember her name? Safi. Safi. Where are you from? Have you uh, an enclave nearby or? I was born a traveler like myself.
0: I make my home here. I visit. Your world from time to time, but this is my place the place of shadows and dreams and rain and wind.
1: Place of magic, or at least some of it. How long has it been? Uh, Are you asking the DM or are you asking the elf? um myself or i like glance back at uh at moth and her spool of thread and we pass a look between pupil and teacher and i know how long her spells got to last between uh pc and henchman and i know how long her spell is uh, <laughs> uh, i believe the
0: spell lasts a, a day per level
1: so it is still yeah, running so okay but it's still well within the first day even in mm-hmm. Feywild. wild yeah um, let's see, I asked her where she's from, she, she was like, I'm from here,
3: hmm.
1: hmm, yeah, I asked her, yeah, did she have a village nearby, are there others like her?
0: <laughs> she gives a light giggle at your response, there are no villages here, there are no settlements or towns, no are there structures, uptures? yes, countless others, can you and take them- us to them? Why?
2: Do um
0: that we may meet. We're meeting. Am I not You're enough right. for you?
1: More than enough, milady. And I think Devon takes a seat and moves to like make himself look comfortable. And he is mm-hmm. chatting with a fae creature mm-hmm. in her native land. Her perception of time is probably uh, a little more stretched than my own. Um, So I'm sure even if she finds me disconcerting or uninteresting, she'll probably entertain idle chit-chat longer than I will. She seems very happy. small talk. Yeah. Yeah. So the we'll sit back and he's happy to uh, speak with this elven traveler. mm Mm-hmm. Um, you Wizard- will and uh, exchange information and knowledge while an apprentice curiously writes things down. Mm-hmm. Devon is not too forceful about like trying to get specific information about um what about his quest. He's not like tell me where the philosopher's stone is. <laughs> tell me if you want to live. Um, but at some point, he will uh, activate the ESP to read her mind. Um, so there's probably a chance that she like feels the probe or notices. I don't think it's like strategic. It's probably incidental throughout the conversation. And I think it, it once per day and I think it if it's at my level, it's nine rounds. I don't know if it was cast at like a level of the creator or level of the caster.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and there's no saving throw on ESP. Unless it's part uh, of an interrogation. Surface thoughts are
1: free to go. I'm not interrogating her. Unless you want to get really cynical on like no, the no. nature of human interaction. Um, <laughs> not today, but one day. Okay. Yeah. So um, I just guy catch your surface thoughts.
0: They are mostly curiosity about this strange yeah. traveler in this area. There's and no so... like
1: ulterior motives. She's not like thinking about how she can trick me into her fay bargain or.
0: No, no, you don't feel anything like that. It seems to be genuine shock and curiosity at a something she does not recognize. Um, and she will say much the same. She'll tell you that she has been here for a long time, longer than you have spent on Earth, um, and has not seen something like you come, come in. Um, she wants to know things like how did you... Get here. What what magic's exactly allowed you to enter? She'll ask you where your Um, point of entrance was on the real world. um,
1: Are you willing to answer such questions? Yeah, but not necessarily directly. And I don't imagine that an elf speaks directly either. So Devon will answer the where with like a when. He'll like describe that it was at the summer solstice, and Mm -hmm. he uh, tore a temporary portal between our planes mm-hmm. at this moment of uh of thinning mm-hmm. um yeah is there can we like oppose spellcraft check or something can i try and gauge her i guess spellcraft is a proficiency not a power. I'm, I'm wondering how powerful she is like what spells she might have access to like is there a way to like describe this dimensional tearing and figure out if she's like yeah I could do that or if she's like what the hell is this magic clearly higher level than me she does seem to be extremely extremely
0: impressed by your capabilities of spell casting but is it like
1: I guess here I've got the ESP running is it like she's impressed that I did this for a human or she is impressed period and even like as an elf she couldn't necessarily I guess she said she goes to the um Mm -hmm. to my plane Mm mm-hmm Um,
0: she is impressed that you have been able to do this for who you are, Mm -hmm. um, but when she talks about, and she will talk at length about her okay. travels through here, it makes, you get the impression that her ability to enter and exit the Feywild is sort of a natural ability that comes with her. Yeah, it's so not like be, a, like a, an extra magic. you'd like a
1: first or a fifth level right. of a mage and she would have this ability. It's sort of like you go into the skills and powers and you make yourself a drow, you get right. your freaking fairy fire as a freebie or whatever right, it is. Right, right. So, Maybe Um, there might even be higher level stuff that you get at, like, level one, just because you picked your, I don't know, your OP mm min-max character or whatever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's another thing
0: that might be interesting to you is that when she talks about the elves in the Primateria plane, she uses a i don't know how this translates well but she uses another term that sounds very much like elf but there is maybe a, um, an accent on the word or you know if this were a tonal language it would come in a slightly different tone um that clearly implies like a, a sub elf or like a um half elf that she um, uses
1: about me or
0: no no just about the 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 elves from her world but from your world from the prime material plane and when Mm -hmm. she talks Mm -hmm. about you she uses something some sort of derivation of the word for some sort of like combination for the word of elf and celestial some sort of that has roots in both of those and it language can be a difficult thing is not a
1: student of language so she's speaking common for his sake correct
0: Right, she's speaking common, and yet you hear the word "elf," and yet you can hear it with these other definitions in it. Mm-hmm. You can hear the, impl- uh, the, um, the in the, what is it? The denotations and the connotations of the words being different, even though it comes across as the same word "elf," elf, elf, over and over again. So, does that
1: mean she's like speaking some super language that like tra- is translated, to my understanding?
0: That's the impression you're getting. Yeah, that there's yeah. some sort of other language being spoken that is automatically translating between the two of you. Um, and you're receiving information,
1: but it sounds like your own tongue. Can I learn more about this without using a spell slot? So, using like a spellcraft check, could I tell if she's like magically mm-hmm. speaking to me versus something else? I Absolutely. So, I have no idea if she's magically speaking or if. She's speaking common for my sake, or yeah, right, or some the nature of this place, right? You, you kind ca- um, of, you... I eventually pull out some rations and like have a snack and make a picnic. I offer her ghee, and she's a yeah,
0: she will we nibble at your food. Afternoon. Um, she will pull out some like sandy looking thing from one of her component pouches around her waist and holding out a hand, collects some rainwater and sprinkles the powder into the rainwater in her hand and offers it to you to drink.
1: Um. Pause while I read my character sheet. Oh, I've got... Yeah, I'll do you, do you one better, and I pull out a... Uh, a bottle, a flask, a uh, pouch, what do they call the... Uh, wineskin uh-huh. of uh, owl feather wine. It's, it's my identification <laughs> component. But I think this is like this is like nec- Necrodian wine. What do you call it? What's Uncle Vinny's Vineyard? I mean, mm. it's in like an unlabeled leather pouch, but it's like and I guess for an owl, <laughs> she's moonshine? like she's like from she's like a wine drinker from France. And here I am pulling out like this, like California whatever soup yeah mm-hmm. California wine mm-hmm. infused with owl feathers though for easy identification and if I yeah I will drink and share that if uh...
0: do you drink your um, owl feather wine not the the oh, both, sand both. water mixture she's a, offering you we're
1: having a picnic and having a conversation wow. um, I would say like whiling away the hours of the afternoon but I think the time of day never changes it's just like filtered sunlight mm-hmm. sitting on this branch Mm -hmm. we're probably telling time by like the pages that moth is flipping through Mm -hmm. i'm sure she's taking the time at some point to like okay i'm gonna stop hugging this branch realize this conversation is gonna go on for hours find a more comfortable and stable seat and uh get a snack myself and Mm -hmm. uh i think time slips away devon is free with information he's happy to tell her of humanity uh share with her the knowledge of the of his library and offer mm-hmm. her an open pass to come visit in time she would, uh, she would like to peruse our knowledge.
0: Yeah, she'll ask about what the Red Hills are like and when you describe them to her, she looks uh, in shock and horror and offers you and your apprentice refuge here if you want to escape the hellish wastelands from which you come.
1: Uh, we will, yeah. We'll take said refuge for the night um but we will be returning uh he doesn't say necessarily say this but speaking know, narratively we'll so we'll mm-hmm. take refuge for the night and uh the next day after some rest and relaxation we'll return to the red hills so maybe yeah, she invites us to like uh is there an, a little enclave that she's from like where what is where what is does refuge entail when he's like
0: invite you to any particular enclave and when you mentioned like you want to stay for the night uh, her head does one of these like weird cocking to the side things as her long pointed ears like twitch a little bit. And she, def- she ever says, tells you do again, we... like, there is no there is no night here. Don't you know Where'd... where we are? Where do you
1: rest? How do you sleep with no moonlight? Where did do... where do you hang up your soul when the embraces you? Or caresses you? Not embrace. We'll save embrace till I'm Mm -hmm. more older.
0: Um, I find I rarely tire, and when I need rest, I sit and enjoy the space. Elves
1: don't need to rest in the they just meditate. They just, meditate, they just meditate, Ryan, don't you know? Uh, oh, she seems wow. to describe some sh-
0: sort of, some, like, pseudo-resting state where she finds, like, a comfortable place and closes her eyes. And Devon instead is of fascinated it by this. He, she, like,
1: he asks mm-hmm. her to teach him how to meditate. Mm, meditate is the word they use. No,
0: it's not. She says that she sends herself to the plane of dreams when she feels like she needs to rest. But then if you pry into and, it, it seems like her physical body just stays somewhere, but her mind goes to the plane of dreams where she can rest and recuperate if her I strength. I
1: ask for instruction in this, can, can she or will she give it to me? Like, will she give like a demonstration? Will she coach me through it? Or is she like, no, now's not the time.
0: Would you teach me how to breathe air?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, would you like, yes. Would you like to borrow a necklace? Or maybe a fish.
0: How, yeah. how does one breathe? You just is an automatic reflex you open your lungs your chest expands air pulls in and then it squishes out in the dream realm much is the
1: same i find myself again like shows off his necklace which i think is a simple pendant of driftwood Uh and he tells her the tale of how it was gifted to him by the mermaids maybe i found it in a in a hag's cave he tells the story better than uh better than ryan is or maybe not because i failed that charisma check at the beginning of the conversation
0: huh. she hears what you're saying he, and
1: yeah
0: i can if you would like i can help you try to visit the plane of dreams
1: now that's exactly what he was asking for yeah let's go to the plane of dreams Moth is like bad idea bad idea but devon is off all right all right so she... does she like coach me through some meditation guided meditation um
0: she scoots back on the trunk, on the branch and rests her back against the trunk of the tree and motions for you to come forward and as you make your way forward she like grabs and twists your body so that you can lean back against her um, so the two of you can lean against the tree, and she'll wrap one arm around your waist to kind of like keep you steady, and then wraps the other arm on your forehead, and then slowly lets it drift down over your face to kind of cover your eyes. Um, her lips rest near to your ear, um, and you can hear like mutterings of. Now it comes in a foreign Saving language. Spell. Um, or if you want to resist, you can resist. But I thought you wanted to go to the plane of dreams.
1: She- is she casting a spell on me is this a bad i'm kind of i um out of character or narratively i i'm interested either way but i feel like devon may be getting like i almost want to roll the saving throw versus spell to see if like he gets the heebie-jeebies and he's like oh my god do not let a fake creature send you to the realm of dreams Then maybe saving throw versus spell is uh, an appropriate heebie-jeebie right, factor The thing I don't like about using that to solve the question is once you're like a high level, suddenly you never get to go on adventures because you always pass your saving versus spell and you're like, hold on. So I think what what this means is like Devon resists on like a subconscious level Mm -hmm. and he's like fake creature sending me to the realm of dreams getting nervous and the nervous is making him unable to like follow the guided dictation and she feels your
0: your nervousness and the the strange words that she was speaking become like soft hushes of
1: shh, shh, relax
0: close your eyes, unfocus your mind, let it drift and wander, I'm here with you I'll protect you, I'll keep you safe, you're in my care now, come with me
1: and like on a conscious level, he like tries to buy into the yoga class, but like he can't stop the skeptic, the wizard in him. Mm. I don't think he gets to the realm of dreams, Yeah, but he tries to, he researches it and Moff is probably there a sober third party taking better notes than he will remember.
0: Yeah, a few minutes of her trying to gently coax you into relaxation, and you being maybe a little too tense to do it. And yeah, she'll maybe like, more
1: wine, and we'll get yeah,
0: back. Yeah, she'll day. lift her hands <laughs> gently up your forehead and like push your head away, very, very tenderly, um, and kind of shift you away from her on the branch, and says to you, "You may be not ready for that yet, um, but hopefully, you will be able to." you You are closer, hopefully you will be closer to your true self now than when you first entered
1: perhaps I will need to practice what you taught me
0: mm. um, she reaches into a pouch tucked on the, the backside of her lower back and pulls out a, another loaf of bread to split with you, um, saying eat this, it'll it will strengthen your core self who has been hidden and suppressed for so long.
1: Did she tell me about chakras and we eat this, uh, elvish whey bread? Is that what this is? Yeah, that's probably a good it's term delicious. For it. You'll have to give me the recipe. Can I get the recipe from her? <laughs> she laughs
0: at you and says, the ingredients for this you cannot find in your world. It takes... And Can she I points bring to one of the nearby puddles. Takes... Water from our realm. It takes heat Devon from here. gathers
1: water from this realm. She he chuckles at his, you. <laughs> he chugs his, uh, the rest of his, or he finishes the rest of his wine, hope, offering her, like, he chugs a bunch. He tries to get her to help him finish the, uh, the wineskin, and then he will fill it with, uh, water from the Feywild.
0: If you hunger, if, if you hunger for this bread, It is only because you've been deprived of it your whole life. This is part of the essence of immortal beings.
1: Well, he drinks lustily from the, from the, uh, from the pools, from the fey pools. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, enjoys this conversation and maybe this takes the whole duration of the spell like do they just like talk for like 24 IRL hours and eventually Moth is like guys your spell's running out we gotta go yeah, or like you guys your, my spell's running out we gotta go sit
0: and do your thing Moth pays attention to the the string eventually it does seem to um, begin to fade uh, and fade. at some point in time you know you get a get poke faded. from below faded haha you get a, a poke from above was it above as Moth like
1: reaches down to touch
0: your head to like point out that the, the, the twine is fading
1: yeah, I'm afraid we've got to go would you like to come back with us the place you
0: described as your home sounds inhospitably cruel and unforgiving I hope to never lay eyes upon it
1: hmm well I hope to see you again. Safi was it? Safi. Where can I where can I find you? Do you have a cell phone number?
0: <laughs> I don't think we'll ever meet again. Unless you come I... back. I will be back. She considers for a moment. Hmm. I will come with you I to went. the exit. And I will wait for your return.
1: Yeah. Come, let me let me show you from once we came. And we will maybe with her help we even make a more efficient route back to uh to where we came. I show her the thread of my apprentice that we're following. Maybe she's suddenly slightly more impressed with Moth. Mm-hmm. Right. She thought Moth was just this weird tag along. But uh Maybe Moth is the more uh, Sober, uh, enlightened <laughs> wizard of the, or at least of the, of the two of us. Mm-hmm. She's been keeping track of time and uh, yeah, tracking um, our progress.
0: Yeah, when you look over, you can see that Moff's book is you know if she started at the very front of the book, she's now like two thirds of the way through it. She must have been jotting it's down for. A, it's
1: probably not a. I think it was papyrus, right? It wasn't paper. Maybe so it's I a, think a it's large like a weird, scroll like, that bound. Uh, or maybe a series of scrolls, or just like sheets of papyrus mm-hmm. bound in brass or something. Mm-hmm. Um, not a full book, field notes. And Safi return.
0: will lead you back. She'll follow the, the threads that Moth has left, um, not trying to take any shortcuts or weird ways. And eventually you will come back to a place where the thread is tied to a, a trunk, and she will motion in the direction of the trunk and rest her hand against it and furrow her brow and say, this is not an entrance. I would be most curious to see how you make it one. This Devon tree has no soul.
1: smirks and uh, uses his dimensional tear, emptying out his manpool. Um does this take one a casting time of one because is this kind of prepared if we're like retracing our steps to a portal that we opened previously or do i spend 10 minutes circling the tree like a dog looking for a place to take
0: a nap or a piss it's a great question
1: um right is this is this tree now prepared from devon's state point of view no, I think
0: you prepared the other side before, so now you okay. must find a way so to anoint like, and prepare this this
1: side. She's an elf. She's patient. It, mm-hmm. So and Devon spends a turn walking circles around the tree and trying to look confident while he, like, looks at the angle and is like, I know I came in this way. like So I guess there's, like, a trunk at the branch where he came in, and she's like, this isn't, there's nothing special about this hunk of bark. Mm-hmm. And he spends 10 minutes, like, looking around the tree and preparing it emotionally. I don't know, preparing himself. I don't think it needs, like, necessarily material components. No,
0: but you might anoint the trunk of the tree with the rain that falls and, like, like, paint the water in
1: in the shape of the portal or... There you go, yeah. And then eventually, I, like, when I think I've got it just right, I, like, stick my hands and they just sort of melt into the bark and I pull them apart. Out to my own height and open this uh, open this portal up. She gives a, a gasp of like te-
0: abject terror as you like rip a hole in the the tree and the entire realm and dimension, just like ripping open a space between planes. The most inelegant solution from her perspective, mm-hmm. which is like a, a natural ability to walk back and forth. You know, it's mm-hmm. like putting someone on a ventilator. If we're going to use the same breathing analogy from before. And when um, I return, oof.
1: has it been two days? Um, How would you know? I will know once I step through. So I'll step through and I'll see the sun misaligned. So I'll at least get an estimate, right? So like, Ooh, gosh, right, because so I smart. Yeah, I'm um, 16 intelligent wizard. You'll have to wait for
0: sundown, a, right? Uh, to or get playing the... a
1: 16 intelligence fighter wizard.
0: Yeah, you'll have to wait till sundown to get the right uh, location. Well, if it's exactly
1: 48 hours. It will be sundown again or shortly after sundown.
0: No, when you step back into the material plane, it is um, nighttime. You okay. step through, you hear the soft crickets and the loud frogs of the swamp all about you, um, the buzzing of insects. You can feel the cool breeze, the lack of rainfall and f- solid, real, solid ground under your feet for the first time. Yeah,
1: Does she visit with us or is she? She does on her not. Side of- okay. Yeah.
0: Um, although it does stay open for a little while. Yeah. Uh, oh, not that long, actually.
1: Did I roll um, a? Do, did I roll a ninety-nine? No, no, you did not.
0: Oh, it's, <laughs> it's an like un- a It was like a five. It's an
1: unstable portal.
0: Yeah, it's really unstable. You step on through.
1: The whole portal is like shuddering. Yeah, I tell her. I tell her not to worry. The universe abhors a vacuum. This this little rip will heal itself, as will the tree i will and, uh, wait here uh, for your you return devon kind of looks surprised but he doesn't really have time he's getting through and getting on out and uh i guess he assumes she's just gonna sit there and meditate for some amount of time mm-hmm. well he does the same he will hike the mile or so did you say it was dark it is dark it is nighttime yeah back to drexel's workshop where Mm -hmm. he and moth will rest i think mechanically they'll probably spend at least a day in study going over her notes maybe several days in study going over you get a chance to do
0: that you arrive in the workshop and you find it has been slightly changed since last you were here uh someone has brought in some like fully constructed bed frames and added some um sacks filled with Uh, what do you call it, hay, to act as, like, beds, including bringing in some blankets. And now there are some large jars with stoppers in them that, if you open, will contain um, wine in two of them and dried rations
1: in four of them. Presumably my other apprentices. Um, Mm -hmm. So can we skip a few days of study while we, like, go over our notes? Devon, Mm -hmm. like, whatever, touches heads with Moth and figures out her perspective on the whole adventure. Mm -hmm. We regain our MP.
3: Hmm.
1: And yeah, and maybe, yeah. We f- maybe we bump into Cassandra, who's responsible for well, popping no, up here. And-
0: not quite, but if you go out to look for her one of these days, you will watch the sun rise or you'll find it when it's setting. And um, you'll see that it has been negative five days. It's a few days before the solstice.
1: Mm hmm sweet who uh do i figure out who brought the bedding no there's no sign of who would have brought it that's i mean we investigate that we study that and i uh recover my mp um and then i think when the solstice comes around again devon will open the portal so that will set a hard deadline on it but yeah in the meantime um, we can figure out wh- how, where these beds came from that'd be nice um uh there's no one here to tell
0: you where they came from
1: so i don't know how you're gonna find it out camping out in our bunks beneath trexel's workshop Mm -hmm. for a couple of days talking about what happened Mm -hmm. i'll be looking at her notes and we'll be editing them and discussing and theorizing and yada Mm -hmm. yada Mm i think i can get quality sleep and study absolutely 100 d13 d2 (laughs) <laughs> eight first first day oh so we're gonna God. spend we're gonna spend a couple days i mean yeah. we have five days before the solstice and then on the solstice we'll uh what happened um did moff have any insight that we'd care to share with me or is it meh let's
0: see moff was able to hear all the same as you um her points of interest tend to be over the language Safi was using to describe you. She, yeah, b- so brings she up that like
1: I butchered my spellcraft check. Did she, can she, can she get one? Yeah. Why don't she you... had thirteen int, will so roll a D twenty plus mm-hmm. Twenty one. She passed. So nice. was she able to so she was she like she was casting a spell or was it like an innate she was speaking and her words were translated?
0: Uh, Saffy feels pretty confident that that was mm-hmm. a um, moth.
1: feels confident. I'm sorry, moth. Saffy. Yes,
0: uh, moth feels pretty confident that that was some variant of a tongues spell that mm-hmm. just seems to last a long time. Or perhaps she has something on her, like a a permanent tongues spell cast on her. Either perhaps through some magic, w- magic
1: ring of comprehend languages. Perhaps a magic ring, s- something like that, into her leather glove. Mm-hmm.
0: But she recognizes. From, from ancient scripts or from, from the research that you have in your library and probably from the eugolith that you have, actually. Uh, She's been talking
1: I, to the eugolith? Uh, yep. <laughs> the, what the does sage. she think of our little pet toad? Uh, you know,
0: at first uh, a little bit of concern, but once she realized that they have similar nice goals in mind, really- that the... yeah no it's sort of a, a you name the beast him, symbol or a, she's uh, named him situation. google
1: he uh, he helps us like search through the library for uh what's the intelligence <laughs> of a yugula? Uh let's check um so it's four days do I get a fifth day before the solstice I know I could go in the day before or the day after but I mean we're supposed to go in the day of mm-hmm ugaloth not a ugalith mm. intelligence average average to vary I think this is the least so average so he's not a great librarian mm. but we can still call him google do I get a mm-hmm. fifth uh, Fifth? oh those three right? so I'll definitely get a fourth knight mm-hmm. and that will get me to full Excellent. in fact over full in case I cast some incidental spells along like. the way yeah eight short or something mm-hmm.
0: uh, but what Moth was most interested in was the the variant and language used uh it's clearly some sort of tongue spell but the the difference between elf types and you all seem to use the same word almost as if she was referring to herself as like a true elf or like a, a real core elf or like the the first elf and the people here um, that live in this world, that live in the Prime Materia Plane as sort of like a, a sub-elf or a lesser elf or like a... Like elf a, is like
1: person, and there's these variants on person that include mm-hmm. humans, but a human is some modified person.
0: No, because when she was referring to moth, she used a separate word for human. When she was referring to you, she used some sort of like... Um, semi-elf or or demi-elf yeah Yeah, something like that something a little bit mixed and moff is really wanting to know what the hell are you devon and she's tiptoes around it a little while but eventually if uh, devon doesn't pick up on the tiptoeing she'll flat out say i don't think you're human devon
1: i think you're something different devon like a grease i've always known that i'm destined more. It must be this Philosopher's Stone. It must be immortality. And uh, probably that. I'm sure mm-hmm. the apprentices will speculate on Devon's nature. Mm-hmm. The fans, the gossip columns, TMZ. Mm-hmm. The uh, water
0: that you have brought from the Feywild uh, appears to be just ordinary, normal water here. Uh, okay. It has no special properties. And um, it's just regular rainwater. Fresh. But regular.
3: Okay.
0: Four days later. Yeah. You open yourself another portal?
1: Yeah. Summer solstice. Uh, were we able to figure out if we went back in time? Is that like...
0: It definitely appears or to be we... like five days before the summer solstice now. We didn't shift years though, right? Or three days if it was five days ago it'd be like three days before the summer sold
1: yeah we didn't shift years though did we how would you know i don't have any astrology skill but even like if you're
0: exactly you know uh 360 days in the future you wouldn't be able to tell even like the stars would all have their same alignments
1: yeah so uh, you either i guess we'll find out when we go back to civilization back in time or forward in
0: time a lot yeah yeah
1: or back in time a few days Right. Um, So we will cast another dimensional tear on the summer solstice and see what's on the other side.
0: It rips open easily, and as you gaze through, uh, you can see Safi sitting on the tree. Um, She's currently munching on a small nibble of bread and mixing some sand in with that large pool that you had initially seen your reflection in. Um, and you know sprinkling some stuff in there and then scooping the water and drinking from her hand
2: Hmm.
1: Yep. we step through moth casts her dimensional breadcrumbs in this case dimensional thread and uh we step on through yep hi safi
0: Greetings, Devon. How long... I hope you haven't been waiting long. It has been but a moment. How many moments? <laughs> she laughs How many at times did you meditate? I have not meditated but once.
1: Hmm. Good.
0: Then perhaps you can help me practice. Are you ready to go to the dream world now? Has enough time passed? Are you...
1: I'm not sure. But, uh, but I wish to see this place and all it has to offer. You've been there before. You see it—the dream world.
0: She, her head nods.
1: Is it where we go when we sleep every night? I,
0: I believe your. She looks towards Moth uh, and directs this comment at her. Your kind are capable of. Seeing the dream world in your sleep, just as we are, but your visits are mm, through many veils of soft fabric, keeping you at safe distance so that the world may not harm you and preventing you from seeing beyond and harnessing the powers of the realm.
1: Bet you'd take me straight there.
0: You seem interested. And who am I to deny you what you desire? Do you go straight there yourself? Sometimes. Which dreams do you wish to have?
1: Dreams of the future. As things as they are meant to be.
0: The future is a dark and scary place. It is best avoided, as too much time spent visiting forward time can drive a person mad. It is fractured. There are paths carved in stone, and many, many trails in blowing sand.
1: And I wish to dream of the World Staff, the Philosopher's Stone the well the font of immortality and if she will send him to a dream it'll go uh can can we get a health check on the portal oh right how did this this one go
0: uh
1: this portal is super stable yeah so that makes him confident we just walked through moths right there with notes and a string and uh portals wide open if uh saffy will send him there devon is ready to dream Alright, um... Should I instinctually roll a saving throw, or just let it happen this time?
0: If you feel confident and ready, you can do it. You can calm your nerves and go forth. Um, but I will need a different saving throw from you. It's still
1: a saving throw versus spell,
0: yeah. um,
1: but so for different he purposes. passes, allowing himself, th- trying to allow himself to go to the dream world, but maybe there's a second saving throw something else?
0: Yes. Uh, As you enter the dream world, this saving throw is going to represent your ability to focus and control your own dreams here on this plane.
1: And I roll a 19. Uh, Perhaps with my Scarab of Protection Mm. a 20. Ooh. Very lucky here. Lucid Um, dreaming?
0: It is near to that. You find yourself um, standing in your own subconscious, which I think for you means you're standing atop your tower on the very very top of your tower um, Safi's arms still around you she lets go of the one over your face but keeps the one across your your abdomen held tight to her as if she doesn't want to leave you
1: like uh, leave touch with you while you're here and instead of off the side of this tree we're off the side of this craggy spire Mm -hmm. is it Devon's tower as it is, or as it will be? As it is now. As it, okay. So only about less than 100 feet tall. hmm His eyes go wide. Is there wind whipping? Sun uh, shining? The the
0: sun Fair. is directly above you. Your shadow is the tiniest little thing directly at your
1: feet. Are we looking out over the red hills? You are. Can um, you, do you see what I see? Says Devon to, to Safi. I have
0: come with you into your dream. I see what you see, and I weep for what you have lost. How can you live here? How can anyone
1: live here? Where this land is poor in water and fresh air is rich with earth and my people, the people of Necrot, wealth, grow wealthy off of its spoils
0: I did not expect this you to not, be a man of earth I thought you is not, were a man of
1: wind and water <clears throat> I am a generalist I wield all the elements perhaps I will even wield the fifth element, the magic of the fae. Uh, mm. This, but this is not the philosopher's stone. Von looks down at at this tower, the she... staff rising from the earth.
0: Is it not? Look, and she look, you know, points to the ground at you, and as you focus on the concept of the philosopher's stone and the staff that supports the world, your tower begins to rise away from the ground, um, and it twists a little bit, and the stone architecture takes on a, a wooden architecture. Um, the parapets on the top of your tower come up into like a claw-like hand grasping, and the two of you standing in its palm. And in the way that dreams work, you can see your tower shift from a, a structure of stone into a very staff-like protrusion sticking out of the earth. Do you not see what you seek here? What you build?
1: Devon nods, thinking he understands, just like in his vision, and his uh, mission is made clear. He will continue to lift the spires of Necrot from the earth and dig deeper in his quest for uh, the Philosopher's Stone. Perhaps it's been waiting at home the whole time, or perhaps there are borders within the earth that he can find. Mm Mm-hmm boundaries to tear and travel through
0: Um, gazing out below your town around you you can see that roads big red roads of uh, mud brick have been paved and the shape of the roads big and small make up sort of a a spiral around the tower itself it looks actually like a a rather large serpent wrapping around your tower um, holding it tight in place
1: is uh, Moff here with us, or is it just... It's just the Devon two of you. Does yeah, he Moff. have... He doesn't have his paper, but he does his best to commit with his cartographer's mind this spiraling pattern to memory mm-hmm. that he may bring it home and draft it his plans for the road network around the crot. <laughs> An insane spiraling pattern. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the spiral Assemble. ends where your quanot flows, mm-hmm. um, and from there you can see, you know, fangs and an open maw of a, a great serpent um, who looks very familiar coming from over the hills from the south, winds another serpentine road that sort of ebbs and flows in the way that dreams or people on a hell of a lot of drugs see with that sort of like shifting pattern that looks like movement but doesn't actually move. Um, And you can see there is a a rival serpent from the south that flows up the creek that exits from your serpent's maw. Uh, And you get the distinct impression that these two... Serpentine creatures, forces, roads, rivers are near to battling, near to conflict.
1: That will be the quake that shakes the earth.
0: Um, There's also to the northeast, as you gaze out, there is a a dark spot like a, a shadow across the map although it is not cast by anything it just ends in in sort of a darkened space to the northeast
1: the edge of the world the mm, void. it's not
0: that far and um, you can easily <laughs> see beyond it it seems right next door
1: yep, after post is the edge of the world mm. the maw of the void
0: yeah and Safi with you here As you gaze around, she turns with you, you know, front to back bodies or bodies, you know, held close together. So as you turn, she turns. And as she gazes upon that, she recoils.
1: the spiral, on the spire. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Devon asks, what is she, Atropos?
0: She's one of the dark ones, one of the forces of nature that drives us. (sighs) Ah.
1: perhaps a fate
0: the fate of all mankind and this and mankind is is the the term of man that we've lost in this world mankind being like all human and humanoid races not just mm-hmm. humans but elves dwarves halflings gnomes yada yada's is that where you come from where you come is that what has dampened your spirit, hidden you away, deprived you of your nutrients, deprived you of the things that would make you? And she used that word for like, again, sort of hybrid elf, half elf, half celestial, half something term.
1: Interesting questions. Um, is there more to the stream? Or do we eventually return? Do we return of our own accord? Or does Moth shake us awake to say it's well, time to go?
0: Um, is there anything that you would like to do in your dream? You've visited it. You've kind of taken a quick look I around. Think, are you trying to back out right now? Or are you trying to um, like...
1: I think I got the information that I need. The okay. god feels like he needs to go back to Necrot. And seek the Philosopher's Stone in the depths of his tower. This library. So he will continue to... Pull the towers of Necrot higher Mm -hmm. and who will begin burrowing deeper in search of uh, in search of the Philosopher's Stone
0: Mm -hmm. well if you are ready to leave she will run her hand down your forehead again closing your eyes in the dream world and um, shaking you very gently until you sort of snap out of it in a sort of gentle wakeful moment and find yourself still in the Feywild moth um, crouched over you, roughly shaking you, far more roughly than would be needed yeah. to have, have woken Devon you. Devon
1: frantically goes to her paper, snatching her pen, and furiously scribbles the symbol that he saw from his tower. You find sh- all of shape. Moffa's pages are filled now. He draws it, like, over her pages or something. mm mm-hmm. Right, so, like, scrawled manically in mm-hmm. her journal somewhere in the middle are these strange symbols. Devon attempts to recall. Um, your cartography is just an int check, and he critic, natural 20, just the maddest of wizard scribbles. This, uh, this her notebook has been blessed by uh, I don't know, by the gods of magic. The uh, most yeah the, the most uh insane tome
0: moth shakes you and says mm. the, the 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 twine it's gone we have to go Devon we yeah. have to go
1: yeah and we and he, she drags the uh scribbling mad wizard through the portal and they return if it's bo- or do they need to no you'll need, need to open... recast it yeah, yeah okay so then he gets his wits about him and casts it again.
0: It's another nice stable portal. Um, The two of you can step through. Safi, on the other side, definitely doesn't come through at all. Are you sure you don't
1: wish to see Necrot? (laughs) I
0: have seen enough in your dreams. I fear I will see them again in mine. Be... Be kind, Devon. Be kind to those who
1: have to those around you. He nods, not understanding her warning, her plea, and returns. Mm -hmm. Mhm. Alright. And Devon and Moth will return to Necrot with renewed vigor to their mission.
0: You will arrive back in Necrot, um, and as you enter, everywhere you go, people stand in silence, uh, with uh, wide eyes staring openly at you. They stop what they're doing. They drop the loads in their arms, their mouths open.
1: I think the uh, the tower is very close to the northwest corner, so it'll be one of the first destinations. So I just like walk past the Quanat crowd of people, drop their belongings, and Devon will go straight to the tower because it's right there, and ask either one of his apprentices or the Yugaloth whichever he sees first, uh, what year it is.
0: You step into a room where there is Cassandra and Asoy, both looking quite a bit older than when you last saw them, uh, and they were mid-argument over something when you step in, and they stop.
2: What year is it?
1: (laughs) Says the mad wizard.
0: We find two years have passed in your absence. You find no one knows what happened to you. Everyone thought you had died. And in your absence, Cassandra has taken over lead of the tower. Your family is still alive, but your father-in-law has passed um, and is no more. Necrot has run into some sort of trouble without Devon, without everyone being able to rally around a clear and decisive leader like Devon forces, greedy forces have taken hold. Um, Industries have fallen to some levels of corruption. Some of the people, some of the Romulans have inserted themselves into the minting and Uh, Marketing business, acting as bodyguards on the roads, which are now filled with bandits. Things have changed quite a bit since you were here last. seems without your guidance, things have slipped and fallen, and you've taken one step forward and now two steps back. But that is a story for another time, and we will come back some other day with some more Dicing with Death. Fun stuff.
2: Whew. Not even going to ask for experience. Although we should probably <laughs> skip some levels. Uh.
0: Soon.
1: Yeah. TM.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Probably when we come back next, we'll talk about where you want to be, where what we want to do with levels. Right, cause Clearly some of your apprentices yeah. will have leveled in your absence. I think Moff has yeah. done some pretty cool shit and might at least earn a level from that um but that is all next time's problem
1: yeah good stuff um yeah i should yeah. probably get going um yeah are you it's kind do late. a do a late critical feedback
0: i think we will do a late critical feedback do you want to stick around for that i don't know if you have time
1: i should probably clean the house and stuff Clean the house. What? If he oh. gets home and finds the dishes still unloaded, there will be hell to pay.
0: Ooh, okay. Well, then, um, <laughs> we're saying goodbye to Ryan right now. We will take a short break and come back with some critical feedback on the other side. But this probably is also going to cut into our story time. So, no Iliad later, unfortunately. Uh, but critical feedback starts shortly. We're out. Ryan, thanks so much for playing. See yeah, you in the for future.
1: Watching. Yeah,
0: some lag someday. Lag someday. Bye-bye.